Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Boy, it's sure good to be on this island holiday, Mason. <laughs> I'll tell you what, as much as I love hanging out in your dingy, dimly lit man cave. Regular room. The man cave that you have. Boy, it sure is nice to be out in this tropical paradise. <laughs> Just drinking in all the sounds of the beach. How many coconuts? Cra- can- crashing waves. i got to think of some. <laughs> crashing waves. Uh, crabs. Snapping crabs, away. Bongo drums. Just enough of a sample of Jimmy Buffett's Why Margaritaville that we might get sued. Who's to say? Oh, it's great out here. How many coconuts filled with alcohol have you had? I've lost so so many. Yeah, it's like that, isn't it? Yeah, it's just <laughs> just kicking back, you know, having the best time. Could be all kinds of red hot comic book movie news shooting up your butthole, but there's nothing shooting up my butthole this week because we're on holiday. Just the just the sweet hot sand. Yeah, <laughs> right up there. Yeah, it just gets everywhere, doesn't it? It sure does. The one downside, <laughs> but boy, thinking about. Thinking about chafing, yeah, just, just look, gets me thinking about things that a, irritate you. Yeah, just just gets me thinking about all the wonderful times we've had on this podcast. Oh my god, you're right. And instead of just enjoying this beautiful day on the beach, I think I'm just going to think about them right now. <laughs> Can I also think about them? Yes. Or should I think about it differently? Now let's let's both think about them together. Okay. The same memories at the same, at the same time. time. Okay, yeah. good. Let's do right, that. Can, we, we've been doing this for a while. We could probably do that. Yeah, let's let's just wing it and see what happens. <laughs> Great. Theme song. Somebody save me. Don't care how you do it. Just say it. Don't look at, don't, don't react like that. Look. Fuck it out. Theme song. And they say that a hero can save us. I'm not gonna stand here to wait. I hold on to the wings of an eagle. Watch as they all fly away. And they're watching it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it was good. It was teamwork. Do you think that's a better theme song than last week's theme song? I think they're both the best theme song. Do you think people will be impressed or annoyed? Annoyed. Cool. Okay, so this week, in the interest of professionalism, um, because this is kind of a thing now, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to sit quietly and I'm going to listen attentively to, to the show. And, and Maybe I'll learn a little something okay, about so life. Okay, so no song. We'll see, we'll just, just, just go. Just run with it, all right? Just go. I'm skeptical, but I trust you. Okay, that's good. why we do yeah. this. That's we're why friends. we're such good friends. Exactly, yeah. 
Hello everybody, welcome to episode 3 of The Weekly Planet, where this week we'll be- Baby, <laughs> I compare you to a kiss from a rose on the grave. Ooh, the more I give it you, the stranger it feels, yeah. Okay, that's the last one. I promise that's the last one. I'm more than a bird, I'm more than a plane, I'm more than some pretty face, we sad a train. Can we get cancelled? I guess we can. Yeah. Let's not worry about it. <laughs> no. My name is James, junior editor and comic book movie. You may know me as Mr. Sunday. Joining me as always is my co-host, Nick Chip Dangercock Mason. Not my real nickname. <laughs> Hello. Hello, James. Nice to be here. Hello, listeners. Wow. What a week it's been. It's a, it, You know what? It's our very special Christmas episode. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Should we do anything? I do love... See, uh, do you love Christmas? No. I don't love Christmas either, but... I do love very special Christmas episodes of things. Like, Ma- the more the more on- incongruous, the better. Like, I like it when it'll be like CSI Miami or something like that. Something where there's, like, horrific murders and awful... But, but there's also the magic of Christmas. <laughs> like, you know, a dozen sand, you know, mall Santas will be murdered or whatever. And they'll be laid out on slabs or whatever. And they'll have to solve, find the killer or whatever. But at the end of the episode, it all loops around. And one of the characters is like, but wait a second, if if that Santa was locked up all night in the in the in the jail, who ate the milk and cookies off the shelf? And then they run to the, the, the window or whatever and you just hear ho 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 and like <laughs> sleigh bells jingling. And the the implication is in this world of horrific murder that Santa is real. I enjoy that. So anyway, hopefully. So Merry we'll, Christmas. We'll have some Christmas magic yeah. in this, I think. Look, I, do, I don't hate Christmas, to be fair. I, I don't like a lot of the build-up. And uh-huh. that thing you just said there is amazing. It is, isn't it? But yeah. Who wants to hang out with people? Ugh. So I'm just adjusting the microphone. I'll edit this out. You won't, though. I'm not going gonna, gonna to leave it in. Great. All right, so I thought we could start with... Um, you're obviously familiar with the characters of Batman and Superman. Yes. And you're obviously familiar with the movie that's coming out. I thought for um, everybody listening at home... And us as well. I just thought I'd go over some facts, some cold hard facts we know about the movie to be true. That's what we're about. <laughs> so cold hard facts. He's a and red hot comic book newbie news shooting up your butthole. That's a new catchphrase, by the way. I don't. I don't shooting up your butthole. Red hot comic book movie <laughs> facts shooting up your butthole. That's. I realise I didn't discuss it with you in advance. Why would you? Just no, but out. I it's think fine. it's going to get. Look, all the websites I went to. They were really keen on the idea. Oh, good. Excellent. Buttstuff.com. <laughs> Nobody looked that up. It's probably a real website. Yeah, Nobody look it up. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your butthole. The Weekly Planet. The Weekly Planet. If Captain America 2 is supposed, supposedly as good, as good, you can do up that drink bottle. It's fine. Stop doing that face. He's doing a real awkward face because he's trying to slightly do up the lid of a Coke bottle. You're a real dickhead. <laughs> but, um, what was I saying? I don't know. That face really threw me. That's how I do it. It's the magic of podcasting. Oh, what the hell was I saying? Just read your thing. I don't like read reading it. I'm just going off the, off the no, fly here. about April. Um, I think, no, that's right. I think I'm, at this point, I'm more excited for Captain America 3 because that they have that much faith in it is pretty is pretty cool. Have they released any plot details for Captain America no. yet? Okay. <laughs> no, I'm, well, yeah. I'm actually a little bit surprised yeah, that yeah. they haven't teased something for Probably it. Probably right, yeah. yeah. But hey, super excited. Oh, who, if you had to choose though, opening day, you can choose one. You've got a gun to, gun to your head, gun to your balls. What do you choose? Ah. Uh, 
You know that's because that's the worst case scenario. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you might move your, your head out of the way, but... I think what they do, though, they shoot you in the balls first. Let you writhe around for a bit, then they shoot you in yeah, the head. That's true. <laughs> that's how yeah, it would go. Yeah. Who, would you, who would you choose, though, if you had to? Um, I reckon I'd have to go with Batman Superman. Yeah, me too. Because we've seen what Captain America can do. Yeah. We know his skill set. We know where most of the potential plots are going to go. Yeah. What's the worst that's going to happen? The world's going to be at stake. Yeah. Like every other Marvel movie, pretty much. Yeah. So, and we've never seen Batman and Superman together on screen before. No, so. we haven't. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Me too. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, we're going to see both. Yeah. But hey, exciting times though, Mason. Absolutely. Exciting times to be alive for something that's going to come out in two years. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Bleeding Cool, big yes. website. I think, believe they're based in London, UK. Ooh. Uh, they've reported that Fox, 20th Century Fox, have dumped... Not a fox. Not a fox. A fox got into their garbage cans. Just <laughs> made a real mess of things. Which they call rubbish bins. Oh, yeah, that's right. They do. Uh, fox have dumped the Fantastic Four director, Josh Trank, the cast, and the script. Six months before shooting will begin on a movie, on this Fantastic Four movie. That's, that's a rumor. rumor. That's a rumor. I don't think that's They true. said it was an inside source. Well, funny you say that, Mason. Mm-hmm. Because then this uh, rumor was debunked by multiple sources, including Slash Film and Collider, saying mm-hmm. they're being in contact with you know their their inside sources. Everyone's got an inside source, Mason. Yeah, except for us. We don't have. We just <laughs> we we've got secondhand inside sources. We just parrot what others say. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like to think we put a delightful spin on it, like the poster of Batman eating a bag of poo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You went to that on Bloody Cool, were you? Yeah. Mm. So- I mean, maybe you'll see him eating a crumpet. It's been smeared with like, like bird excrement or something like that, but a British delicacy. That's a nice British spin, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so well, that was denied. So I guess that's the end of it, Mason. Why do? Why do or is it? Ah! Sorry, did you want to say? something? I was going to say, why do Bleeding Cool have the? Why do they think they have the scoop? Hasn't this hasn't this ruined their credibility somewhat? Well, you know, it's it's hard to say. This only this came out Saturday. Well, like a bunch of bleeding fools. Yes. This will probably, me. you know, we'll probably there'll probably be more info on this by the time this podcast comes out. Mm-hmm. So when everyone hears this, they'll probably be like, "You guys are idiots! <laughs> you jumped the gun. You're ahead of the times, but at the same time, way behind." Yeah, weird. Mm. But anyway, Bleeding, Bleeding Cool responded to the denials with the following: "We remain confident <laughs> in our." <laughs> no, continue. The British. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we remain confident in our source. Bleeding Cool suggests that if Fox would really like to stomp on the rumor, they should stop approaching. This is really difficult. To do. They should stop approaching Falk to replace the director and to write a new screenplay. Interesting. So there you go. Yeah. Did you catch that? None of it. I was making my little noises. It's pretty great. All right. Let's talk about Civil War. Okay. Now the American Civil War. That was. You got me. Thank you. Ah, oh. I've been waiting for that yeah, for years, <laughs> potentially. That's why on this whiteboard that we put up in 2012, the top one it just says "make a make a goof on the American Civil War," and you've crossed it out today. I have, yeah, that's yeah, it. Good. People complain when well, I know when I spoiled the death of Captain America. Oh, that goddamn flies in here. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, um, there's a fly in here, guys, and now. That stopped. No, it's still going. I need to get rid of this. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Keep it rolling, though. Talk amongst yourselves, guys. Okay. He's really awkwardly getting out of his chair. I don't want to kick any cords. He doesn't want to kick any cords. He's found the, he's found the fly. He's opened a door. Nope, the fly's, this fly's moving as far away from the door as you can possibly get. Nope. No, you've really, you're really messing this up, mate. I can spray a bunch of fly spray. No, don't do that. We're trapped in here. No. Ah. Oh. 
It, did it go? Yeah. Oh, okay. I fly whispered it out of here. Wow, you are amazing. What were we talking about? Captain America? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, what was I saying? Uh, blah, death of something? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, often the spoiler isn't in the title. The spoiler is more kind of how it happens in the thing. Right, exactly. And the yeah. impact of it. How do you kill Wolverine? Well, bullets to the brain won't work, evidently. <laughs> no, it's... Decapitate? Just decapitate him. Throw him into the you sun? You can't have adamantium, like... Joints in between his bones. No, he can't. Because otherwise, he, he couldn't, couldn't move. move. He'd be yeah. a weird statue. So you cut his head off. Yeah. yeah. Can he grow back from his head? <laughs> Have you reattached his head to his neck? Does he? Come I think back? he would come back from that. Yeah. Because I know if he's been torn in half by the Hulk, and he went and crawled to his legs. Uh, did that series ever finish? I don't think it ever finished. I don't know. So I he's think... still crawling. To yeah, his still. Legs. Ultimate Wolverine is still crawling to his legs. He's been doing it for years now. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that. Oh, maybe it maybe it finished eventually, but it was the gap was years long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, mm. what a good guy. Yeah. So I guess look forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> as much as you can. Yeah. If we've proven anything over the last couple of episodes, it's, which we have, we've got this 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 podcast is a combination of incredible enthusiasm, but also just baffling ignorance. <laughs> like I think maybe like I reckon about ten episodes in, I'll have gotten I'll have devolved to the point where I'm just like. Oh, who's the guy? And he's sort of, he's red and he's blue and he's got the S. Is it, is it strong man? He's very strong. I think it's probably strong man. So yeah, I thought, um, let's start with the very first Marvel movie. How are we going to review these? Oh, sorry, I forgot to mention that. How this is going to work is, is it, is, is it going to be like one to ten? Am I going to do it in stars? Well, I thought we could do something as technical and complex as that and give it a numerical value. Sounds like a lot of work. Sounds like way too much work. Also, people get really pedantic if you're like, I think it's an 8.5. They'll be like, oh, this you know, yeah, all caps. Yeah. So I'm what like, we're going to Dad. <laughs> yeah. God. So I thought maybe we could go. You either have to say it's the best movie ever or the worst movie ever. No middle ground. No middle ground. So if okay. you really like the movie, but you're like, ah, oh, but there's this bit that I know. Worst movie ever. Fantastic. Fair enough. I think that's that, fair. Because that's, yeah. I think, how the internet responds to most things anyway. So I think, I think that's why good. change that? Operate in superlatives. That's what I yes. like to do. Extremes. It's Extremes. Good. And I think it, it, it is a testament to the thousands of people. That, you know, when you watch the credits and there's thousands of people who all have put their heart and soul yeah. and their careers just, just on the line. There, Absolutely. You can just say worst movie ever. <laughs> And but you know what? People will come at you. I'll come at you. I'm fond like I'm it's people Looper. Here's the thing about Looper. <laughs> Here's the thing about Looper. Look in it look firstly Okay, so hey, let's say you really liked mystery films. You like whodunits. Yep. You, and you do. Yep. And at the end of the you're watching a whodunit, and at the end of the movie they were like, Oh the the cops like and the killer was the butler, and you thought to yourself the killer couldn't have been the butler because he was in the room with all the other house guests as the murder was taking place. And you express that opinion to someone and they're like, you're an idiot because that film looked really good and the action scenes were good and it was tense and it was really well acted. So for having that opinion, you're an idiot. Like, that that's Looper. Because, I'm, I'm, because you'd be like, okay, Looper doesn't make any sense. And they'd be like, yeah, but the action's good and the performances are good and the special effects are good. So... How about you shut up? Because log- like I'm expecting a logical conclusion, there isn't one. Yeah, I think I think they managed to get around that by that very dinosaur you were talking about. Yeah. But they went, don't think about don't it. Don't think about it. Shut up. If you think about it, you're some sort of nerd in a diner. And we don't <laughs> like that. But I mean, like, and a lot of people will go, oh, you say time travel can't. No, I'm not saying time travel can't exist. I'm saying that they use. How a very- dare you suggest time travel? Sorry, can't I, exist. I, I'm sorry, I suggested that. Haven't you ever seen one of the Star Treks? I can't think of Star Trek Four. Yep. 
Well, they go back to the 80s, your favourite decade. Nah, 80s are worse than the 90s. Oh, boy. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> they should make a movie about you. Just me in cinemas just yeah, being yeah. angry. Yeah. Shut up! Just Shut seething. your thoughts up! It's just a one shot of you and you're just seething and you just hear thoughts <laughs> floating in and out. Hey, what would I feel like today? I saw Gravity and there was a bit where... um. I know, I was there. Were you? Yes. Oh, wow. You're an idiot. I really am. We saw that together. Do we? Wait, I actually don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what, we probably did. But um, you were there, and maybe you didn't hear this, but the person next to me said, spoiler alert for gravity, at the end, she goes into the water, and a frog swims past, and a person goes, what's a frog doing in the ocean? First of all, you're a fucking idiot. That's a lake. <laughs> yeah. Frogs live in lakes. And even if it wasn't a lake, shut up. Then he goes, or it might have been a different person said, you know when she's in the spacesuit and she's uh-huh. trying to get out, and she's yeah. trying to swim and it's too heavy? Yeah. He goes, no, the spacesuit's too heavy. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut up. That's true, yeah. I don't care what you think. Yep. I have my problems with gravity as well, but I'm not going to get into See, it. See, and when you're in your own home, and somebody says something like that, you can be like, Mum, get out. <laughs> get out of my house. Why just don't so, I invite you over? Just so, oh, just so you're clear. I'm just so you're clear. I don't know my mum. I just wanted to specify that. I have a, I'm a homeowner. You are, that's true. <laughs> so I just want to make that clear. Mm. But yeah, so, allocated seating, though. Yep. And when, and when you go in, and especially this happens in a packed theatre, you go in and there's a row of idiots in your seat. Yep. And you go, excuse me, row of idiots, you're in my seat. And they go, oh, but there's a guy in my seat. And then I have to go, yeah, but if I sit somewhere else, then I'm you, because someone's yeah. going to come up to me and I have to have this exact conversation. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out. Yep. <laughs> I'm more polite, generally. You're not, though, But really. that's just, that really annoys me. Let me sit where I want. Yeah. Oh, normally I wait till the curtain goes down or whatever, or the lights go off, and then I move anyway. But yeah, yeah. But you know what? It should be a free for all. Yeah, it should be. Who out there? Write in, listeners. Who likes allocated seating? <laughs> tweet at James. Don't tweet at me. Mister Sunday, Sunday movies. Movies. Yeah. On Twitter. Tweet at him. Absolutely. Tell him you like I'd allocated seating. It. Tell him in all caps how much you love allocated seating. Because <laughs> there must be people out there. I'm sure there is. they wouldn't have done it. When I was a kid, a very young man, mm-hmm. I remember I went to one of my parents' friends' house. Yep. And you you know when you're a kid, I don't know about you, but I hated all my parents' friends' kids. Yep, most of them. Because yep. I'm like, why are you forcing me to hang out with this guy? Like, we have nothing in common. And when you leave the room, he punches me because he's, oh, no. he's, he's like three feet taller than Right, me. okay. And he's older. Anyway, I went to this guy's house and he's like, what movie do you want to watch? And I'm like, I want to watch Batman. You've got Batman. You're one of those kids with a TV in your room and a right. VHS player. Because uh-huh. you're one of those prick kids right. from the 90s. Uh-huh. He, he was like a villain from the, yeah, like a, a kid's yeah. villain from the 90s. Yeah, yeah. And he wore a little ascot yeah, and a blazer. That's it. And he was older, he was much older than me and clearly smarter. He kind of looked like, uh, you know, Buzz from Home Alone. You know, Macaulay Culkin's older brother with like the pig face uh-huh. so he drew out the whole process of okay we could do it how about we hold a raffle and he cut up all these little tickets to like so we could do like a raffle and we can draw which one it was and by the time that he managed to do this my parents came in and like we're gonna go huh. so I missed it and if I ever see that guy again I'm gonna knock all these fucking teeth out <laughs> like legitimately wow wow this is your own you're gonna, you're gonna tie that guy to a gargoyle push him out of a helicopter <laughs> What a prick. Yeah. He was also one of those guys who'd play the Nintendo. I see why this you, you, <laughs> I see why you've created this podcast. It's to do about nine episodes to cover up what what this is, and then you're just gonna let loose on all your childhood bullies. I understand I get it. I get it. I don't approve, but 
you know, do, do your thing. <laughs> sure. Anyway, sorry. He also had a Nintendo, uh-huh. and, he, and he'd just play it in front of me for hours. Huh. Just be like, no, you can't play. Wow. What a jerk. Yeah. I remember they printed that in the newspaper. Uh-huh. Like the... The proper newspaper. Back when we had newspapers. Back sure. when we used to have newspapers. Uh-huh. If if newspapers got delivered to my house, there would just be a pile of newspapers out the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, guys. Which would later become a bonfire. I hate it when I get the local paper in my fucking letterbox. I pull it out and I'm like, every fucking week with this shit. Nobody <laughs> reads this. It's like a phone book. Why are you sending me a fucking phone book? <laughs> That's it. That's all I have to say. Good. Well, now we can close out the podcast because that was your vendetta for the week. <laughs> it's against local community, apparently. I just... Yeah, well, I am against local community. I don't care if there's you've built a new fucking retaining wall at the local kindergarten. What about a skate park? No. Are you against a skate park? Fuck off with your skate park. Wow. I hate your skate parks. Do whatever, you know, build them or whatever. But I don't care. Okay, good. <laughs> Garbage. Oh, who's who's the new mayor? The local Shire mayor. Who gives a fuck? You don't do anything. Just collect my bin and fucking leave me alone. Am I wrong? I'm fucking not wrong. Email in, listeners. <laughs> this should be your video for the week, I think. Nonsense. Just about this? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to stop. Anyway, Catwoman. <laughs> yeah. How did that set you off? I have no idea. I fucking hate local council. Leave me alone. That's okay. what I'm saying. Okay, good. Fuck. Well, you'll edit most of this out. It'll be fine. I hope so, yeah. yeah. All right. Now, Mason, yes. what started off as a one-off kind of thing has become a recurring um, segment in this show. No, it's yeah, a recurring nightmare. nightmare. Whatever you're talking about is a recurring nightmare. You're right. It is the, uh, the Charlotte Booth news of the week. Oh, yes. We goodness. got away with not doing it last week. I can't and remember silly, if we did. We did it. But okay. silly me thought, that's it. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. dead. Uh-huh. So, but turns he, out he's not. But then he made an appearance at some sort of... Movie oh. premiere with a bag on his head. Well, that's that, it. Well, that basically, said, I'm not famous anymore. Yeah. yeah. So that's how it started. So there was a press conference for his movie *Nymphomaniac* Part One, Ooh. which, by the way, I've seen a clip for it where he uh, he, he does a British accent in it, Ugh. and it is—I can't do accents, right? Even though a lot of people think I'm British for some reason, <laughs> and then instead they call me a dumb British dickhead sometimes. When in fact you are South African. I know. So mm. weird. Uh, and it's got to be the worst accent, British accent I've ever seen. But I think the director, I think it's Werner Herzog, mate. It is, yeah. Okay, yeah. there you go. He put him in... Wait, no, it's not. Yeah, probably. It's not, Wer- it's not Werner Herzog. It's someone sure. else. Yeah, I can't remember who it is. Mm-hmm. But Christian Slater's in it as well, and he uh-huh. also does a British accent. Uh-huh. So I think it's intentional. Intent. What, it's all intentionally bad? Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, I don't know. Anyway, the point is, he was at a press conference for that, uh-huh. and somebody said, what was it like to do all that sex, those sex scenes, and... He made this comment before storming out. When seagulls follow the trawler, it is because they think sardines will be thrown into the sea, which is apparently stolen from some soccer player who did the same thing. That's so the amazing. Same. But the thing is, though, at this point, he's doing it intentionally. Yeah. Initially, he wasn't stealing things intentionally. Or right. he was stealing them intentionally, but then, like, but, you know, and thinking he was going to get away with it. Now, I think he is absolutely doing it on purpose to go, no, no, this is... Right. I- I've always been doing this ironically. So, at some point, we're all just supposed to believe that it's an art project. Exactly. Sort. Right, okay, that's yeah. that, I think that's what he's trying to turn this out into. Uh-huh. And I looked up the clip, and the guy in the clip takes a sip of water at the exact same time that Shia LaBeouf did it. Uh, so, it's all okay. very... People are like, well, he stole it. Like, this one is clearly stolen on purpose. Right, okay, yeah. Like, a lot of his early stuff. He's reappropriating work. Yeah. Lars von Trier. That's it. There we go. Good, yeah. good look. I knew up. it was foreign. Something foreign. Something from a more South African mate. What a British dickhead. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, and we did we did get a couple of tweets on the on the subject. Uh, so many tweets. Said, yeah. Did we go to the Shia LaBeouf? I'm sorry, exhibit. <laughs> we can't because we're not we're not in the US. But I feel 
if we can somehow convince Shire that somebody did it before him, somebody toured an art exhibition internationally before he did, he'll do it. Oh, good point, yeah. yeah. That's not a bad idea. Mm. So the, the, the I'm not famous for the bag or the thing. He did. He went to the film premiere with that bag on his head, uh-huh. looking like a total dickhead. Yes. Shockingly. And then this art, art exhibition, which he was threatening us with, uh-huh. he's actually come through with, and he sits in a room. People have lined up for five hours to, to go in and see this guy. Uh-huh. And he's sitting there and the bag's wet from his tears. Ooh. And be, they, if you go to Screen Junkies, they've got a YouTube channel. Hal Rudnick, I think, of the guy who does Screen Junkies. You know, they do the honest trailers, uh-huh, those yeah, guys. Yeah. And uh, he pulled the bag off his head and there's like a five-minute kind of awkward video where he just talks at Shia LaBeouf and kind of insults him. And it him. is Shia LaBeouf. And it is Shia LaBeouf, okay. yeah. And Shia LaBeouf is kind of bleary-eyed and kind of crying the but whole time. But you think maybe he'd do that on the day he knows the press is coming. Yeah, like, I guess so. Because they, they would get free tickets, presumably. Mm. So he'd know they were coming, and then he'd be like, well, this is media day. I'll be in the, the bag. But then every other day, there'll be somebody else in a bag. Ah, okay, yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and you know what, though? I think I think the tears are put on. Because other people have gone in, and he's crying. I mean, not put on, but like they're induced by something, some kind of external... You pull the nostril hair Pull the nostril hair or something like that, exactly. Because yeah. you can't cry for six hours. No. Not if you're the best actor in the world, and newsflash... He is not the best actor in the world. Huh. Christian Slater is. Yeah, see, there we go. <laughs> so, I don't the very know. very British Christian Slater. The very right? British Christian Slater. I mean, I don't know, man. What? what? Let's put another moratorium on <laughs> Shia LaBeouf news. Let's do it right now. I mean... We can stick to it this time. Uh, can it get worse, though? It nah. can't It can't get... This, this, this must be it, right? Yeah, because he can't, like, I'm going to kill myself or anything like that. He can't do that. Like, that's too far. Yeah. Because that will... Because that's a serious issue and he can't... That's true, yeah. ...cross that line. I mean, he might try to do that. Yeah. But I think at this point, his manager or whatever is like, okay, here's the things you are going to do. Oh, okay, To make getcha. it seem as if you are a tortured artist. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. really, you're just rich. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. a dickhead. Yeah. And on the subject of Fright Night, because you mentioned Fright Night, Anton Yelchin in Fright Night. Yeah. Here's my favourite Fright Night fact. Go. So... Friday night was the remake of the one from the eighties. Yeah, and I watched I watched that in preparation for. We watching watched the, it together. Yeah, in, in preparation for watching the new one. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's, there's a character, there's a character in it, and his name's Evil Eddie, and he's like the <laughs> he's like the annoying sidekick of the yeah. of the main character. Yeah. and I'm like, that's fascinating. There's always in the in the eighty movies in the eighties, there's always like an annoying side character. I wonder what kind of career like an annoying side character has. Like, does he become the annoying side character in like a series of movies? Does he grow up and become a serious actor? Like, he's been in stuff we know. So anyway, I am DB'd him and I've got it here. I just looked it up. So after, after Fright Night, like he's done a couple more horror films. Good. And then like in 95, he did Mechanics by Day, Lube Job by Night. Wait a minute. Then he did Virtual (laughs) Stud. He did Just 18 and Gay. Latin Crotch Rockets, Hunk Hotel, Leather After Midnight, Transsexual <laughs> Prostitutes, Motel Sex, Cockpit, <laughs> uh, Manhunt, Transsexual Prostitutes 2, so that first one was quite... Pre- War uh, to the sequel. Yeah, Buff and Gay, <laughs> Black Men, White Men, Bus Blazer, Uncut Glory, Leather Buddies, which is, sounds quite nice. Uh, They're really creative these days, yeah, I remember that. Uh, Leather Virgin. Private Temptations, Halfway House Hunks, Gay Men in Uniform, <laughs> Guys Who Crave Big Cocks, which is, that's a bit, it's a bit much, quite frankly. In 2002... It's a little tasteless. Yeah, in 2002, Seaman Training Day. <laughs> what? And then, then he's back into regular movies. I don't know how he did that. But that's amazing, right? <laughs> That is amazing. Oh, yeah. my God. 
That's a lot of that's a lot of gay porn. That's serious. But good yeah, on him. Good on him for yeah. finding his niche. Exactly. You know? yeah, yeah. If that's what you want to do, good yeah. on him, man. Yeah. Good on him. Oh, so my dog's just come in. Actually, come on. Ah. Leave this in. Leave this whole thing in. He's having trouble with the dog. He doesn't. Ah. Oh. How did the dog open the door? That's weird. God. Yeah. Anyway, he was James, he was running around with in his denim overalls and the butt flap up just popped open. He's like, "Oh no!" And the dog, dog kept running. Got a big, got a big, big leg of lamb in its, in its mouth. I love Stole that. your beef jerky. I love that dog. Yeah, my dad wants to shoot it though. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you? So anyway, it's yeah. there. It's a dog. When you have a gun, every dog looks like a dog you should shoot. That's a proverb. I'm yes. sure you've heard the Fantastic Four news this week. Mm-hmm. Apparently this is a lock, these four cast members. Uh-huh. Michael Jordan, the basketball player. Incorrect. Michael B. Jordan, the basketball player. Also incorrect, but you're getting there. Basketball. No, go back the other <laughs> way. Michael B. Jordan, the actor. He'll be Johnny Storm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think of the casting choices, I think that's the best one. Mm-hmm. I know people are like, oh, he's African-American, it doesn't work, whatever. But uh, I think it's good because it'll annoy people. Yeah, that's annoy. right, exactly, yeah. Uh, so we don't know if him and... Sue Storm. Sue Storm, my brother and sister. I mean, maybe the ones they adopted. They could be adopted, yeah. Yeah, yeah. maybe it. they're from, you know. But uh, Kate Mara, she's in House of Cards. Okay, sure. She is Sue Storm. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't like this. I don't know why. She's just fine, I right. guess. But you know what? It's because that's, that's all anyone can say about Sue Storm casting. Yeah. It's either terrible or it's fine. Yeah, well, yeah. that's it. Miles Teller uh-huh. as Mr. Fantastic. Uh-huh. First of all, why is Mr. Fantastic the only one with Fantastic in his superhero name? Because he's really, really up himself. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. He could probably physically do that as well. With mm. his yeah, definitely. Just get could. right up himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I'm not sure about this guy. He's kind of got a weird kind of, I don't know, soft face. <laughs> he looks very young, yeah. Yeah, he looks very young. But uh, but he's, he's a, from what I've seen, he's a decent actor. Yeah, but... yeah. And he could be like a, you know, uh, arrogant young genius kind of thing. Can you see the grey in his hair? Can you see the grey temples? Uh, I think it'll look very artificial. And the last one is really strange. Uh-huh. Jamie Bell, he was Billy Elliot. He was in Jumper. Was he in Jumper? He wasn't. He's the he's like the rogue Jumper. He's who... Jumper's mate. Yeah, Jumper's mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was he was the mocap Tintin. He was the mocap. He he wore the ping pong balls. Yeah. Okay. All right. He's Ben Grimm. Um, I'll tell you why it's okay and not okay. Yes. Unless you want to say something. Well, he doesn't look like I always picture Ben Grimm, human Ben Grimm. Yeah. As kind of like your your bruiser, like, like yeah, Michael Chiklis. Like, yeah, like exactly, exactly <laughs> like Michael Chiklis. Before I even knew who Michael Chiklis was, <laughs> that's how I imagined a human thing, a human Ben Grimm. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He, it won't matter when it's mocap. Yeah. Right. Andy Serkis played King Kong. Andy Serkis isn't really a giant ape. No, that's true. So that we know about. That... What are you hiding from us, Hollywood? <laughs> But as, I mean, obviously they'd probably show him pre-accident, yeah, which would be a bit strange, because he's, I looked up his height, not that height matters in movies, because people are like, Batman should be at least 6'2 exactly, or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. he's like 170 centimetres, mm-hmm. which isn't very tall. Put that in the Imperial, yep. how many feet and inches is that? That's 1,000 yards. <laughs> oh, that'll do, that'll yeah. definitely do it, yeah. I don't know, I mean... People uh, did not like most of the majority of this casting. I've looked up the origin of the Fantastic Four, like the the origin panels. Johnny Storm's like, I'm calling myself a human torch, and I'm with you all the way. And they do that; they all put their hands in. Is his hand on fire when he puts? No, he's put it out. He's put it out. Okay, good. Same goes for me. The Invisible Girl. Ben Grimm's like, did she say Invisible Girl or Invisible Woman? Invisible Girl. She becomes Invisible Woman later. 
Because that's a big point of contention with this as well. People saying, how dare they call her an invisible girl? That's an insult. She's a woman. Mm, she's but all woman. Initially, she was the invisible girl. There you go. I didn't know yeah. that. Anyway. Because I don't read comics from the 60s because they're shit. That's a really good point. Uh, I ain't Ben anymore. I'm what Susan called me, The Thing. So that's, that's oh. sad for him. Then Reed Richards is like... Wait, Susan called him The Thing? Yep. That's really mean. Yeah. He's just had a well, horrible accident. Well, that's it's all. like someone lose their legs and they're like, yeah. "Where to go, Stumpy?" Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna call you Stumpy. I mean, first now. she calls him like a like an ugly orange rock skin real prick, but then, <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, "And I'll call my, Reed Richards like, and I'll call myself Mister Fantastic." So really, kick really put the boot in. <laughs> like, oh, I'm a monster. Oh, I'm Mister Fantastic. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, we've all learned something today. Mm. So would you recommend that issue? Issue one of the Fantastic Four? Um, probably not. <laughs> just just look up Fantastic Four Origin on Google, and all it will be, it'll appear in front of your very eyes. Absolutely. You mm. could use this as an audio commentary as well, as you're reading that panel. Yes, please do. <laughs> okay, well, look, Mason, the, people hate Fox, yep. ne- because they, they have the Fantastic Four. They will never give it back. No. Why would they? It, it makes it, some it makes, money. It makes some money, exactly. If they gave it to Marvel, Marvel would... would Probably turn out something really great, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Not to say that this won't turn out great. Who's to say, Mason? I'm going to put my foot down and say it won't be great. <laughs> okay, what sure. Are the, the odds are stacked against it, certainly. <laughs> You're right. Oh, a good director, though. But anyway. Do we know who's directing it? Josh Drag, Chronicle. Oh, yeah, okay. But they did give back Daredevil and some other stuff as well. Mm. But I think The Punisher and... I think they they stole, like, a bowl of fruit, which they were forced to return. <laughs> oh, wow. Was it, yeah. it was wax fruit, too. <laughs> was, yeah. That's the, the only reason they gave it back. Because yeah. the Fox executive, executive was like... Just munching down on it. He's like, wait a minute. And he took a couple more bites and he's this like... This isn't a superhero movie. <laughs> I'm eating wax fruit. Where does this podcast go? Basically? I don't know. Yeah, Uncanny Valley. Do you want to explain that? Well, the the Uncanny Valley sort of... We as human beings... Yes. And we're both human beings... That we know about. That, oh, boy. <laughs> we, we will... We will accept and we will not find disturbing mm. a say a an a, a character that is like a, a like a robot character or a or a CGI character yep. that does not look at all like a human. Yes. So like an R two D two character like that. Mm. You know, he's got he's got kind of uh you know, he's got kind of human character traits, you know, he's got a little personality all of sure. his own, but he doesn't look anything like Most of us. Yeah, exactly. Mo- precisely. <laughs> yeah. And then and we'll accept can you remind me to put my bins out? Are you leaving this in? Yeah. How <laughs> dare you? I just, I just had a thought. God, I'm Last like... week I had to run out my underwear and put my bin out and my neighbour's like, hey. And I'm like, yeah, what? <laughs> this, is, this is what this is. Yeah, we'll have to leave this in. I'll, I'll, make, I'll make a note. I'll make a note in my weekly planet and I'll put, put the bins out. I just caught the truck. What we read in, put your bins out. <laughs> I'm putting bins. All right. Yeah, what do you mean in the morning? No, tonight. Because oh. I don't want to run out in the morning right, again. I've written it down. Thank you. What are we talking about? Uncanny, Uncanny Valley. Valley. I'm right. sorry. It has nothing to do with garbage bins. <laughs> well, I thought R2-D2 and garbage bin, oh, and that's perfect. how I made the you connection. You brought it back. I've done it, yeah. <laughs> this is nothing if not an episode about perfect segues. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about Dobby from Harry Potter? He's all like, I'm feeble and weak. Do you feel... My clothes is, you, a, is, it, a, is a pillowcase. <laughs> Do you at any Harry point... Potter. No, I see. <laughs> Do you feel at any point that he is a real character, though? Does that character have any weight to him at all? I remember thinking he looked okay, but he's in one of the Harry Potters that I don't like. You know what? He does look good in the last one. Spoiler alert. I haven't seen the last one. 
the second last one. I've seen that I've one seen as well. I've seen the second last one, yeah. Where, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, he uh-huh. dies. He oh. takes a knife to the heart. Wow. And he's like, and as he's dying, he's like, it's good to be friends with Harry Potter. And he course, dies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess it is good to be one friends with Harry Potter. One million points to Harry Potter. <laughs> uh, I don't normally give out points, but I give him some points. Yeah, you know, there's when Dumbledore waves his hands and the banquet appears. Sure. What he's actually doing, and this is in the books, and I know he's this, teleporting in. He's teleporting the food in. They're all downstairs slaving away constantly, literally they, slaving, literally, quite literally. And they stoke the fires and they clean the floors. And Probably if that three-headed burns. dog gets out, they have to put it back. I'm assuming. Or and they get just, slaughtered by yeah, the dog. Yeah, <laughs> slaughtered by the dog. Yeah. Why would you put so many dangerous things in that school? Mm. You put less dangerous things in a school. Yeah. I've been to a school. There's very little, very dangerous things. Into school magic. Talk about that. That's my favorite. My favorite part of the Harry Potter films is the into like the the school magic competition. It's in like the third, second, or third. No, it's the fourth one. The fourth one. It's that's fun. also my favorite because because it's like it's an inter, it's like a school Olympics of, of magic. Sure. Yeah. Where a small child has to fight a dragon. Well, that's the thing, though, because they, they, his name goes in the Goblet of Fire. He's too young to be in it. And they're like, this is clearly a trick. Somebody's trying to kill Harry Potter. But they're like, however, let's see how this plays out. Let's see out. how it goes. But sure. you know what, though? He's way underprepared. And then they're like, guess what, Harry Potter? you got to fight this enormous dragon. Yeah, exactly. And he's way out of his depth. You had a metaphor for that. Can you remember what it was? It was... No, I don't. Do you? You're... No, you, you, you said that it, it's... It would be the equivalent of if you were like... In sort of junior high school, yeah. and you were going to like an inter-school sports relay, and they they got you and they put you in a helicopter and they dropped you into a prison riot, <laughs> and they get like they gave you a gun with like six bullets in it, but they were like, you're probably going to die. You might live, but you'll probably die. Like that's the that's the mundane equivalent of that. To to assume anyone would survive that at all is insanity. I said that you did. That's hilarious. Oh well. <laughs> Oh, I'm so funny. Anyway, look, here's some movies that I don't like, but the CGI... <laughs> it's got nothing to do with CGI, but here's just some movies you don't like. Okay, but they've got CGI characters that look pretty solid. Okay. Actually, I like Stuart Little. It's a good one. Huh. Oh, it's a good, I think it's a good kids movie. Okay, sure. Smurfs. Okay. Garfield and Garfield, A Tale of Two Kitties, the sequel. Is that, does that have good CGI? For like a weird Follow-up kind of... question. You've seen those movies. No, I haven't, though. No. Okay, right. And Alvin and the Chipmunks, which again, mm. I haven't seen. Mm. I feel like that's all that kind of same kind of seat cartoon, kind of like they've just taken the cartoon version of that and just kind of made it 3D and been like, uh-huh. there you go, you dickhead. You're saying that's good 3D, that's good CGI. I think it's, yes, for what it is. Because it's supposed mm. to be ca- cartoony and, and yeah. whatever, yeah. Mm. You don't think Stuart Little looks like a fun little mouse in a little sweater? He does look like a fun little mouse in a fun little sweater. He's got yeah. a little, little car. Doesn't he have a little car sometimes? He does. He's ever yeah. in a little biplane? Sometimes he's got a plane. Yeah, that good. cat doesn't like him very much, though. No. But I think they work it out in the end. Yeah, great. <laughs> yeah. Great. Or the cat kills him. Oh. <laughs> What's his deal, Stuart Little? Is he an orphan? What is that? I think he is an orphan. In the from classic, where? It, from... Why are there not other mice walking around with sweaters? His, his parents were killed... In the Holocaust, in the in the graphic novel series, oh god, Mouse. oh god, remember Mouse? I don't. Mouse. It was a, it's a it was a metaphor for. Oh no, I do know that. Sorry, <laughs> yes, I do. Yep, I apologize. It was a metaphor for the horrors of World War Two. Yeah, that's really good, isn't it? Yes, Apparently, I should read that. Anyway, yeah. I'm going to assume that he's from that universe. Okay, gotcha. I'm going to say this. This 
The Stuart Little universe and the Mouse universe are the same universe. There you go. Yeah. Fair enough. Do you think Stan Lee knew when he was making that cameo that they were going to be making fun of him? That's a good question. Yeah, you'd, I would say so, yeah. He'd be okay with it. I think, oh yeah. But I, I can't imagine they put him aside and be like, listen, we're going to make out that you're cheating on your wife and you're a creepy old man. Right. You cool with that? Uh-huh. That's just a thought. Uh, last question. Uh, should people be grabbing dat gem? Yeah, grab that gem. I don't know, man. No, make it, what if you're one of the chosen people? Why not? Don't take the chance. No, take the chance. You're in space. What's the worst that could happen? I mean, explode. You might explode. <laughs> but you probably, like, if you're, in, if you're in space, you find yourself in space, you're probably destined for a great thing. So just grab that gem. Good point. Yeah. You got That's it. That's a new sign-off, by the way. <laughs> grab that gem. Has- All right. Hashtag grab that gem. <laughs> got, nice. It's better than eat them eggs. Absolutely, because. Yeah. They, they enjoy your burrito. It's similar. It's absolutely. And I can't remember how I made that reference. So <laughs> This it. one I'll definitely remember. Definitely. Can I... You know one thing that is I strikes me as odd about this universe? Mm. And now that I think about it, it kind of strikes me as, as odd in a lot of movie, like Hollywood and TV movie things. People are really okay with other people calling them on the phone all the time. <laughs> It's it's weird. It's like, oh, somebody's calling. Hey, what's going on? Oh, I got to make a call. Hey, what's going on? We're all making calls. Texting was invented because calling somebody on the phone is really annoying and painful, and nobody likes to do it. I don't think we ever talk on the phone. Yeah, exactly. Or ever have. Sometimes yeah. we call each other's home phones, though, don't we? Sure. Yeah, and there's nobody manning them. So, yeah. But I would like to see a scene in a movie sometime soon if somebody is listening who can make this happen yep. where there's somebody in there running in terror from the whatever you know from the murder or whatever they bump through the there hey is costume. yeah and then they're like I gotta, I gotta call my buddy I gotta make this call and then they dial and they put the phone to their ear and it just cuts to somebody like in their apartment holding their phone at arm's length like oh do I and then it's real like it's it's one shot real time and they just let it they put it on their desk and they let it ring out to voicemail and then they check their Facebook and they check Twitter and Instagram. Then they pick the phone back up again and they text back, oh, hey, I'm real busy, can't talk. Can you text me what it is if it's urgent? And then it cuts back. Then they send the text and it cuts back to like it pops up on the person and they're dead on the ground and just holding the phone. So that's like a five-minute sequence. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I... What was I going to say? Was it fight sequences? I, no, no. I, was gonna, I do that to people that I like. Like phone rings and I'm like... No, can't. Yeah, can't exactly. Because, yeah. Right oh, yeah. Nobody calls anybody, no. is what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. weird. That's a fair point. Maybe PIs call people more. Yeah, pro- that's probably true. I'd say it's probably more emails than that's anything. That's true. Yeah. Uh, got to nail it down in writing. But if you do text messages, you've got to show the phone and you got to... Yeah. Remind- and then I find this really difficult with the terrible editing that I do. When you show text... How long do you show it for? Because how long does it take someone to read it? An average person to read it. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So I have no idea. I think I, I think I'm quite a fast reader. I'm mm. probably I probably skim more than I read. Right. I would even say. So I, I feel like I always get that wrong. Like I yeah. always do it too fast. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. The point is Sure. Put your phone away. Sorry. Just bloody text. Not you. Okay. <laughs> but I got all my show notes. <laughs> do you want to talk about Ghostbusters? Yeah, that's fine. Do you want to do it now? You, I suppose you could put it in. Yeah. Well, there was some set footage. Yep. There was the, so we got we got the full team photo of the Ghostbusters. Correct. The new Ghostbusters. What do you think of the new Ghostbusters? Looks great. Yeah. People are like, oh, why are they smiling? Are they not smiling because the movie's terrible? Is it, is it, no, because is that true? Yeah. There's just I don't understand why are people so determined to hate this film. I don't. But maybe they're not smi- Maybe they're not smiling because they've just. 
been fighting a whole, they've been busting a whole bunch of ghosts and they're tired. Correct. Do you remember the first movie? They're, 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 not, they're not smiling in every scene, they are they? Start, they start as like these, you know, scientists and whatever, but by the end they're just these blue collar like pest yeah. controllers or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it one more time <laughs> and then I'm never going to say it again. I don't believe that. No, I, I just... <laughs> I really love the first Ghostbusters. It's one of my favourite movies. It's true. I've seen it more times than probably any movie, yep. except for one time I saw Police Academy 6 like 24 times in a week. I need you to explain that. No, nah, it doesn't matter. It's, no, it's better without context. Anyway, but yeah, I really like it. Plot's, plot's good. Characters are great. Acting's yep. great. Yep. Special effects still hold up. Yep. Dry wit, it's great. Yep. I didn't like... Two? Two as much. Yep. It's fine. Yep. If you really love it, good on you. It's great. It's fine. Good on you. I thought it retreaded a lot of ground of the first one. You know, blah, blah, blah. There was a lot but of But when, when the second movie came out... It didn't make the first one not exist anymore. That's true. The, the first one's still there. Yeah. And the same can be said about this new one. When, when it comes out, whether it's good or bad, the first two are still going to exist. Correct. You can still get them on DVD and Blu-ray and streaming and yep. blah, blah, blah. The only difference will be that at some point in the future, you might have to... When you're talking to somebody about your favourite <laughs> movies, you might have to spend an extra second clarifying that you mean the original Ghostbusters movie and not the remake. Or part two. Or part two. Or Ex- the video Exactly. Game. So if, if those combined, like, extra 30 seconds in the remainder of your life yes. is worth a sustained hate campaign <laughs> against the entire cast and crew of this new Ghostbusters, fine, you've made your choice. <laughs> So, secondly, this is the last time I'll say it. <laughs> last year, uh, at the Astus Cinema in Melbourne, they yep. did a special screening of Ghostbusters, like a very historic cinema. Sure. They did a, very, they did a special screening of Ghostbusters. Ivan Reitman was there. Was he? He, he did a Q&A. This is last year? Yeah. He did a Q&A. It was all, everybody yeah. dressed in costume, had a great time, you know, that sort of stuff. At exactly the same time, Dan Aykroyd was in town spruiking his crystal head vodka. He went to Costco and he, uh, you know, the, 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 the vodka inside a crystal yeah, skull. Yeah, I know it. Yeah, okay, great. Anyway, those two events did not clash. But Dan O'Croy did not go to the Ghostbusters screening because he's checked out of the concept and he doesn't care about the fandom anymore. Yep. You know what I mean? Sure. Bill Murray only does projects that he is personally interested in yep. and he's repeatedly and publicly said that he's not interested in doing Ghostbusters anymore and shut up and shut up <laughs> Sigourney Weaver has been burned on sequels so many times she's probably not going to do this one Rick Moranis quit uh, acting to look after his family full time yep. um, Alder Amos is dead he's not coming back yeah boo so we are never going to get the movie that you want even if you got even if Dan Aykroyd called you up yep. and said hey I read your Ghostbusters sequel fan fiction on the internet. I want to collaborate with you to make a Ghostbusters sequel. We're going to get all the remaining cast that are alive. We're going to put them all together. We're going to get new cast. It's going to be the same continuity in the same universe. They're going to pass the torch to the new Ghostbusters. It's not going to be the same movie. No, definitely not. It's going to be a different movie. It's going to be Blues Brothers 2000. It's going to be Blues Brothers 2000. It's gone. The moment's gone, but the movie, the original Ghostbusters is still there. You know what? So stop complaining. (laughs) Get over it. You know what? If those set photos showed Jonah Hill and Shadding Tatum and Kevin Hart, yep, and you know, and Josh Gad or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. no one would give a shit, right? Do you know what I mean? But yeah. because it's women and whatever, yeah. I think that's really the problem here, right? But you know, anyway, you can still bloody do your cosplays or whatever, <laughs> write your fan fictions. It's fine, you dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> 
Next question. Have you ever tried to transform one of the new Transformers from the movies, like the actual toys? I thought you were going to say, have I ever tried to transform? <laughs> have you? As a child and then like a couple of weeks ago. But... Sure. <laughs> but yeah, yeah have, you ever, have you ever had a go at they one look, of the new yeah, toys? Yeah, I think you loaned me more. You it wasn't mine, it was my brother's. Oh, yeah. right. uh-huh. It was like a finger trap. Who bought trap. it as an adult, <laughs> yes. we should point out. <laughs> it was like a finger trap. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, maybe I'm an idiot, but I remember them being a lot we're simpler. definitely idiots. Okay, yeah. good. Okay, do you think they should introduce a transformer called Optimus Prime, and he changes into a moose or a ball of moose? Yeah, good. Both. He can be. He can be a triple changer. Triple changer. We have the technology. He becomes a <laughs> a, a moose, the animal, and a ball of moose. Yes. Your two options. Um, do you think in the new movie there will be a bit where a human falls really far and then a transformer catches him at the, yeah. like, at the, the last, last second of... in a big robot hand? Definitely. Yeah. This isn't a question, but I'll frame it as a question. Okay. Let's do a... Sounds like a threat more than anything. Go ahead. <laughs> Let's have a Starscream impersonation competition. Okay. You ready? You go yep. first. <clears throat> Wait, I'll go first. Okay. Mighty Megatron! Megatron! <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Right in, listeners. Yep. Who was best? In fact, figure out who was who. who why would... Most people wouldn't even know. <laughs> okay. Would you rather see... This is the last question. Okay. Would you rather see... I like that that's his only memorable thing that he says <laughs> yeah. also. I like how we both prepped for it as well, like clear the throats. Yeah. <laughs> like... I made a stance like I was a Shakespearean actor. <laughs> Would you rather see Michael Bay Transformers movies forever or they cancel it, we never see another Transformers movie? Michael Bay Transformers movies forever. Okay. Because, you know... Better than nothing? No, not even that. I just want to see how ridiculous they go. Sure. Like if he had, like if if he had to keep making them, where would that where would that go? Yeah, yeah, fair point. Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I wasn't going to say that, but you've changed my mind. I agree. You were going to say no more Transformers yeah. movies ever. Okay. <laughs> yep. yeah. Because uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I would say statistically, he has to produce at least one good film at some point, right? Yeah, but also statistically, you could do this forever and. There has to be a director who just makes terrible movies forever. And That's also a good, a good point. You're, you're absolutely right. <laughs> if we're going to bring statistics then into it, basically, there has to be a, a, a successful movie director who just is never makes a never, good movie. Yeah, he never makes a good movie. You're right. Absolutely. Where did I put my keys? Do you know? Doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. I think I left them in the cinema. <laughs> oh well, doesn't matter. But anyway, yeah, um, you did run. Look, here. They're, they're fine. <laughs> yeah, we've got we've got Wahlberg. We've got the Michael Bay girl character. Yeah, this isn't a spoiler. Mm. Because it's irrelevant to the plot, and we can get we're going to get to later scenes that could have been cut out because they're irrelevant to the plot. Sure. But there's a scene. So Mark Wahlberg's the dad. He's like an inventor. He's a wacky inventor. He's an American inventor. American from inventor. Texas. There's there's some missing backstory to this character though because there's a lot of like he's got a lot of like logos for his company like something something robotics and whatever. That's like, true. Did he own a robotics company at one point? Or did he always he's... work out of his garage? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But anyway. So he's he's an American inventor. Uh, he's got a seventeen-year-old daughter. Yes, who is who we find out soon because it's not really a spoiler mm. that he's that she's dating a twenty-year-old guy. Uh, guy, and there's an entire scene where all three of them have an argument over whether or not it's legal for those two to date, and it ends with the boyfriend producing from his wallet a card. <laughs> With the relevant legal statute in Texas that enables him to have sex with her. 
Why, Why is this that in the film? I, didn't even, I have two theories. I did think that. I'm glad I, you brought this I up. I have two I completely theories on this. That. Right. One is that, like, Michael Bay likes two things in his films. He likes escalation. Like, he likes the action to be bigger every time. Yep. And he likes barely legal tale, right? He likes those <laughs> two things. And I think what happened... Theory one is he's combined those two things and he's gone, you know what? We've had some barely legal chicks in these films in the past. What we're going to do is we're going to have a chick who is so barely legal that in certain states she's in fact illegal. And it's only due to some this dude finding some legal loopholes that he can bang this Which chick. he carries with him. How, is, how awesome is that, right? That's theory number one. Or theory number two is one of the producers on the film has a kid who is 17 and dating a 20-year-old or 20 and dating a 17-year-old. And all his friends are like tutting and being like what are you doing here what is this what's the deal here with your kid dating this other kid it's weird and he's like no no it's illegal it's legal in certain states and they're like whatever man you're an irresponsible parent and he's like you know what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna find the relevant legislation and i'm gonna insert it into a multi-billion dollar movie into franchise. a movie that already that, goes for 165 yeah, that'll, minutes that'll that'll show you guys so they're my two theories because otherwise completely irrelevant and a waste of time Alright. How about here here's a weapon for you that yeah. I thought of. How about the ultimate nullifier? I don't know what that is. Okay, so basically, uh when Galactus first showed up on yeah. Earth. Is it his big stick? No, it's a little it's like a little handheld thing. I'll I'll find you a picture. I think you're thinking of a telephone. I'm thinking of the telephone. <laughs> That's a great weapon. Yeah. You clock a guy with a rotary telephone. You're going to knock out all these teams. Man, Russell, if we're talking about comic book weapons, Russell Crowe knows how to wield a <laughs> telephone, let me tell you. I mean, only against like hotel porters and stuff. People who deserve it. Yeah, That's definitely. Saying, yeah. 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 Mm. I'll be honest, the Ultimate Nullifier does look a little bit like a telephone. <laughs> now that I've... In your face, mate. Yeah. Does a Galactus helmet do anything? Uh, nah. That's the Ultimate Nullifier. There it is. Okay. It's an Ultimate Nullifier. What does it anyway, do? Anyway, basically, look, here's how it works. Mm-hmm. I'll find you a diagram in a second. God, it's important. You can have a look at all diagrams. the internals. Yeah, I found one. There we go. But basically, uh, Galactus was about to eat the Earth. and yep. Just about to tuck in. Yeah, about to tuck in. And Reed Richards is like, hmm, I better put a stop to that. Yeah. And so he goes up to the moon and he talks to the wa- the Watcher. And he's like, how do I get? How do I stop Galactus? Yeah. With a whatever. And uh, the Watcher's like, I can't interfere. But there's the ultimate nullifier. <laughs> and he's like, oh, great. He's like... I- what? Yeah. Help. It does all these things and here's the instruction manual, but I can't interfere. Yeah. Well, thanks for nothing. Yeah. I'm going to turn my back as the watcher. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop watching for a second. Yes. And if I turn back and the ultimate nullifier is gone, I ain't going to ask no questions. And Reed Richards is like, what do you mean? Help me out here. Come on. But basically, like, it's... Depending on the version you hear, it's like a it's like an artifact from the previous version of the universe. Okay, and so it can kill Galactus. Oh, okay. Right? So it's power. Basically, if you wield it, mm-hmm. you can destroy anything you can think of. What's the reception like on it? It's like two bars most okay. of the time. Yeah. What's <laughs> well, from a previous universe? Yeah, so, so it's not going to be great. Two is bars is <laughs> as good as you can get. Yeah. But basically, you can. Like, use it to destroy anyone or anything. Yeah. But unless you have the willpower, it will kill you as well. Like, it will utterly <laughs> annihilate you. Does it kill Reed Richards? No, he doesn't use it. He threatens people with it. Oh, just wait. I mean, he, he threatens Galactus with it and he just threatens everybody with it from that point forward. <laughs> While I'm here! Yeah. While I've got you! Franklin, clean your room! Ultimate nullifier! I've got it! I'll kill you, I'll kill me, I don't care! <laughs> I'm good. a bad father, we've established that. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, he's not a good person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he just waves at a Galactus and Galactus buggers off. 
Yeah, pretty much. Do you think they would have worked on that cloud that came out of the Fantastic Four movie? I think maybe just one element of the cloud. <laughs> okay, sure. He'd be like, oh, and then he'd destroy it and he'd be annihilated and they'd be like, oh, you got rid of one cubic foot of that cloud. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's mm. pretty good. Yeah. Well, if we're talking... Here we go. Here's that. Here's the bloody panel, mate. No, Galactus. It is you who will perish. Blah, 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 blah. Yawn. <laughs> and then Galactus is like, the ultimate nullifier in the hands of a human. Actually, you know what? The ultimate nullifier was on Galactus's ship now that I think about oh, okay. it. okay. Shouldn't have carried it around with him. No, probably Should not. Should have buried it. Yeah. Or kept it on him. You know what he should have done? How big is this thing? He should. It's like you put in a, like a man's hand. So how big is Galactus in that panel? Uh, I think he's like 30 feet tall. That's pretty big, I guess. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Has he eaten a planet if he's 30 yeah. feet tall? But I reckon what he should have done is maybe gone to the beach and put it in one of his sneakers. <laughs> and then nobody would have found it, right? Because right, nobody yeah. ever finds stuff that you put in your sneakers, you take, you take it to the beach. You swim all day. Yeah, No right. worries there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you'll steal your phone. <laughs> Pretty good. Well, that's good. I'm yeah. glad that that is a weapon that exists. And is oh, ridiculous. yeah. Well, if we're talking ridiculous weapons, real world application, I would kill myself with that. Oh, definitely. We're not... <laughs> I don't have the willpower for that. Yeah. It would just, it wouldn't even destroy the But else. then again, I'd just explode. the ethos of, the, of this show is grab that gem, man. Oh, yeah. So, what I'm saying is, if you get your hands on the ultimate nullifier, you're probably destined for greatness. So, just try and destroy something with it. Who would you kill? And I'm not talking like, I'd kill a terrorist or whatever. Right. If you had to kill, like, a celebrity, who would you kill? Oh. Ryan Seacrest? No, I was going to say Ryan Seacrest. Mainly because we talked about him earlier, right? <laughs> I have no problem with Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, exactly. He's probably a really nice guy. Yeah. Why, how else? So we're going to kill. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, God. Well, look, yeah, ridiculous weapons that could do anything or whatever. Yeah. The Infinity Gauntlet. I was actually, before we do that, um, the chance of accidentally killing somebody with the ultimate nullify, though, very low. Okay, sure. Like, you can't. Yeah, you need to be specific. You're very specific. Yeah, very like, good. you can't kill any bystanders with it. Yeah. Although, Unless you throw it at him. Yeah, I guess you so. You hit him in the temple. And it's it's never really it's bridge. never really clear how the ultimate nullifier Does anyone like, use it? kills that person. Like maybe Do you, you see it? Maybe in you use? literally explode into like a small sun or something. That would be pretty good. No, great. I don't know. I've never I've, uh, No. I've never you never really see anyone killed with the ultimate nullifier. Mm. Somebody send in a panel. Oh no, here's one here's somebody bursting into flames, isn't it? Great. There we go. How good's that? It's pretty good. Bang. Looks painful. We should email that to Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, your, your next, next buddy. <laughs> your ass is grass, Seacrest. <laughs> McGee. I know. I wanted to ask you because I, I think you mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. Who is your? Who do you think is the definitive? Yes. Um, perfect choice for a person role in a comic book movie. Com- it's it's J.K. Simmons. Yes. as J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, that's the best. It is the best one. Like whatever, like you know, you'll see a, a, a character, you'll, you'll see a comic book character, and you're like, I wonder who who would be great for that. And you see him on screen, and you're like, yeah, that's pretty pretty accurate, dead on. No matter what you think of J. Jonah Jameson, he's bloody nailed that. Yeah. He's nailed that role. And I mentioned the the last time we talked about this. I want to see a J. Jonah Jameson film. It's two hours. It's just a shot of him sitting at his desk, and he's just yelling at people that come in. And maybe there's like explosions behind him, like out the window. Maybe Spider Man's fighting Doctor Octopus or Hobgoblin or something like that. It doesn't matter. We, it's never referred to. It's just him yelling at people and like maybe like knocking his phone off the computer off his desk because he doesn't understand it. And then that'd be great. Right? Yelling at his wife yeah, yeah. over the phone. Do you care whether it's set in the Tobey Maguire universe or the current universe? Ah. Uh... No, it could even be set in the real world. It's just yelling. It's fine. <laughs> I would oh, I would see that forever. So that's the greatest casting ever. Yeah. But at the same time, in those movies, I think Tobey Maguire, terrible choice for Spider-Man. I, I know you're not alone in, in thinking that. Uh-huh. Is it his mopiness? It's mopiness. He's, I, I see he's kind of like he's got a 
you know, chubby boy face. But he doesn't strike... He never at any point strikes me as a, as a high school student. No. Just a chubby boy-faced man <laughs> who's in a high school for some reason. Even though Andrew Garfield is, was older than Tobey Maguire when he was in Maybe his it's version. the hair. It might be the hair. He's got great hair in that. <laughs> Does have great hair. He's still Andrew Garfield definitely looks younger, but he's only a, a student in that very briefly, mm. or a high school student anyway. But yeah, it, it was a. I wouldn't say it would put it down so much to his performance as in some of the writing for that character. He's not very fun. No, he's he really not fun. Yeah. Uh huh. Credit all due credit for him for working out like a mad dog for that movie, <laughs> like yep. a mad dog. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Same movie, Spider Man, original Spider Man uh-huh. for best. Uh-huh. I like the first one was called Spider Man, original Spider. <laughs> It's, uh, I think Willem Dafoe is an excellent Green Goblin. Yes, he is. Even though the costume's not great. Terrible costume, I was just thinking that today. Yeah, but he is amazing. Yep. And I would even say, um, what's the guy in the second one? Alfred Molonia? Yep, that's the one. <laughs> that's also really good. But Willem Dafoe, what a great choice. He nails the dual characteristics. Yep. He's got that weird goblin head. He's got a goblin head. <laughs> See, exactly, they could have just, they could have just had some sort of like, thin kind of membrane over his face yep. and be like, that's for soldiers in battlefields and it protects against gas attacks or whatever. Yep. But they had to do robot face. Well, the funny thing is, though, they actually tried an animatronic goblin face and there's videos of it online and uh-huh. it looks a lot like the original kind of 60s green goblin. Uh-huh. Does it work? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, it's hard to say. I mean, it's only, only test footage. Right. It's interesting. Hmm. It's better than a motorcycle helmet. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> does, it look like, does it look like Willem Dafoe? No, not know. in any way. But neither does a motorcycle helmet. Doesn't look like him either. Good point, also. Yeah, he's brilliant. Mm. What a great dude, and he pops up in the other movies as well. Yeah, just yeah. Briefly, I got one for good. Okay. Gary Oldman, Commissioner Gordon. Good, fantastic. Um, yeah, great Commissioner Gordon. He, he would fit into any Batman universe. Like if you made a more comic booky kind of Batman universe, Commissioner Gordon is always grounded, always a guy, always a gruff kind of mustache. Would you watch a film where? Gary Oldman as Commissioner Gordon is doing a press conference and J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson is in the press pool, right, because all these reporters have called in sick for some reason and he's really annoyed that he has to go out into the field and interview Gary Oldman and it's just a just a back and forth fight between the two. How good would that be? I'd watch that. That would be amazing. Are you kidding me? You know what? That, and it ends with... There's, you know what? There's a series of scuffles. It's two hours long and there's a series of scuffles throughout the, throughout the film. <laughs> Definitely. I would watch that. Greatest movie ever made. Definitely. That's the, that's the best reason to cross over anything ever. I think so. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spin a web, something, something, does his punching guys, hit somebody with a brick, cause you're Spider-Man. <laughs> Web a guy to a building, hit him with another building. Guys, you're Spider-Man, inexplicably strong. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man. There's a bit in that movie where Peter Parker, after he fights the lizard, yep. and he goes to Kurt Connors, who is the lizard, yep. who he knows has been working with lizards right. and regrowing Small lizards. syndrome. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, uh, excuse me, Dr. Connors. And the, the doctor turns around and he's kind of... He's kind of thinning on one side of his hair and he's got like scales down right. his neck and he's like, <laughs> like he's like that. And he's like, could you tell me how to kill a giant lizard? Right. And he's like, why do you want to know about lizards? Lizards, lizards. are the, they're the greatest. <laughs> and Peter Parker's like, I wish I was a lizard. I am a lizard. <laughs> and Peter Parker's like, okay, that's interesting. All right. All right. Makes sense. And then Connors leaves. Uh-huh. And then you, you think, I thought when I saw this, oh, he's twigged. Oh, uh, yeah. Because he's just playing along. Right. But then he looks down and he sees a rat that he was experimenting on, or a mouse, and he sees that it's turned into a half-lizard, half-rat. And then you see him go, oh, my God. And not like <laughs> the penny dropped. Why did it take that point, the penny dropped? So just... You're supposed to be smart, Peter Parker! <laughs> 
Rant over? Yes. Okay, having not seen it, does he? Does Kurt Connor's arm, when he becomes human again, does his arm drop off? Yeah, his arm drops off. Okay, right, right, right. Maybe that's it. But he's talking about limb regeneration and all this kind of stuff. And you know what it is? It's missing arm. That's the thing. It's like it's like Clark Kent's glasses. It's like if you see someone with scales on their neck, okay, ranting no, about no lizards, for, no. ranting about lizards and okay, how great lizards are. That's actually and yeah. how lizards have no natural. I have predators. no defense. I have no defense. As one of the producers of the film, I apologize. Yeah, I got another thing from the Amazing Spider Man though. Okay, great. There's a bit at the end where the lizard decides. That he wants to turn everybody in the city into lizards. Fantastic. Because he loves lizards. Yep. He launches, basically, the lizard gas into the air. What is lizard gas? And, and uh, well, he's going to in like a... Well, it's essentially, it's like a mortar. And uh-huh. it launches into the air and, and then everybody would get gassed. Mm-hmm. And because he's like, lizards are the best and everybody should be a lizard. Uh-huh. But, and Peter Parker's like, oh, why, why does he keep saying this? God, what do you mean, Dr. Connors? <laughs> and so basically... um. Obviously, Peter Parker stops you. It's a, it's a terrible plan and whatever. But he's supposed to be an incredibly intelligent man. Being a lizard is not the best. Being a lizard is worse, for one. Mm-hmm. Also, it has been proven that the lizard gas is not permanent because he keeps reverting back to his human form. That's so that point. would have lasted maybe 24 hours. Uh-huh. And then everybody would have turned back and go, remember that time I turned into a lizard? <laughs> yes, yeah, it was pretty wild. That's fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> so that's another thing I don't like. Logical fallacy. There mm. you go. You got one? I got one. Let me think of one. I have about Dark Knight Rises. What's the deal with the pit? Oh, the uh, the, the the one he gets thrown down. Yeah, yeah, the pit that he gets thrown down. Yeah. Are there guards up the top? Nah, because he gets out. Where's the food come from? Do people deliver food? That's a really good question. Where's the food? And there's... Who put the pulley in? Where'd the pulley system come from? And if there's a pulley system, why can't they build some stairs? Yep. You get a guy, you wrap him in the rope, you pull him up, and then he cuts some holes in the side of the wall, and you do that for a couple of weeks, and you've got some stairs, and then you just walk up. <laughs> are they check? Are the do the guards the the guards that deliver the food? Do they check the wall every week, and they fill it in with putty if you've been cutting stairs in the wall? Maybe. Shut up. No. No. <laughs> No, that's fine. Maybe it's like a self-exile. What? It's not. No. You know what? I feel really bad that I didn't think of that. There's, I feel like an idiot. You get some I'm wood. Not... Like, there's stuff there, right? There's stuff at the bottom of the... You, you, you cut a hole, and you put a bit of wood in, and you've got a step. And then you do it again, and you've got another step. And then you get up to the top, and there's no guards. <laughs> So then you you go and you get a, some more rope or something. But you know what is up there? There is a rope that he just drops in. There is a rope sitting there. Great. So a gust of wind, I guess, could have saved them all, yes. <laughs> That's amazing. Unless it's a metaphorical pit, in which case I apologise. <laughs> it's not. No, okay, it's a literal pit? <laughs> okay, great. Great. Well, that, that makes... I don't understand why people are... People are banging on about how did Batman get back into the city. He's Batman. He's yeah. got to have a way in. There's a thousand ways he could have got back in the city. Yeah. He would know. He knows the streets and the yeah, secret yeah. tunnels. He's streetwise. Yeah, he's very streetwise. Street yeah. he's, he's a street shark. All right. We're re- we ready to do the thing. That we're oh, what are we going to do this week? We're going to do. We're going to do a versus. We're going to do a bloody versus. The famous Weekly Planet Scissors versus episodes. We've done it two other times. Two other times. Heroes <laughs> versus heroes. Then villains versus villains. Now. Yeah. 
the random grab bag. Whatever. Whatever we think of. We got hundreds of these. Yes, we so do. So I'm sorry. I obviously couldn't pick them all. So in this, this week, for anyone who hasn't listened to the previous episodes, listeners have sent in yeah. people, two uh, or individuals or groups, you know, comic book, pop culture characters they want us to fight. Yep. We will determine who is the winner. That's right. Uh, and the, the rules, rules are, are... The rules are, what happens is... The two characters will appear in the Weekly Planet Battle World, which, as we've established, is a standard size American football field. Yep. And let's say, so nobody gets an advantage, let's say it's in Wisconsin. Okay. Go Packers! Woo! Are you sure that's where they're from? I, look, I don't know anything about football, but <laughs> once I saw the Super Bowl... Super Bowl. Super, once I saw the Super Bowl... Thank you. And, like, 30 seconds of it, and all the fans had big wedges of cheese on their head, and I think... I'm on board. You're on board, yeah. absolutely. Okay, so they appear opposite ends of that. Yep. And then what they do is they determine that the other person's a threat. Yep. And then they act as accordingly as they would Correct. to subdue that opponent. So That's right. Deadpool, probably shoot to kill. Yep. Batman, aim to incapacitate. Unless he's movie version of Batman. Oh, then he probably, who knows, then he <laughs> just blow him up or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Leave him for, I don't know, poison him. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, or, you know, circumstances might change. Yep. So Wolverine might go non-lethal for a minute. Yep. And then he realises Aunt May is more dangerous than he anticipated <laughs> and just chop her head off, right? Absolutely. We don't know. Also, um, this is, look, our ruling is final. <laughs> That's right. But what about the characters? Doctor okay. Doom and the Mandarin. This okay. is full force. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say comic book versions. Yeah, Um, because you can't do movie versions because it's just a guy versus a guy who can shoot lightning and sometimes (laughs) ride a surfboard. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. So we got Doctor Doom. Yep. See, we got Doctor Doom, who's you know strategic genius. Yep. Right. He has the suit of armor, powered armor. Yes. Nuclear powered, whatever's all the gear. Yep. Full face mask. Yep. You're not hitting him in the head with a the big hammer. How is he without the stuff? Hypothetically, he fought a lion once, like barehanded. Did you see his face? No, I think he was wearing the mask. Him and his mask. I know. Do you have the cape? It. I can't remember. Okay, it was a leopard skin cape. Okay, it's. A, I don't know. Okay, so and he's got the magic, right? Yep, he's got magic. Yep, but he's uh, sad because his mum's in hell. Correct. So that's points against him because he's sad. <laughs> but so Mandarin's all magic all the time. What do his rings no, do? Ma- all right. Well, there's different versions, isn't he? Some of them technology. No, they're all, they're all technology. Here's what his rings do. Okay. Ten rings of power. Here we go. I, I, some version- I can totally do this. <laughs> Ten rings of power. Freeze ray. Flame blast. Disintegrator beam. Heart. <laughs> Always get a good parking spot. Sweet abs for summer. Negging. Just for summer? Yes. Sweet abs for summer and negging go together very well. Don't they just? Yeah. Uh, totally nail the drum solo in Phil Collins in the air tonight. Nine, understand Donnie Darko, the whole thing. The uncut, Can't explain wait, it Wait, the people. director's cut or the regular version? Whichever you want. Okay. And ten, what this ring does will make you cry with joy. Sponsored by Upworthy.com. <laughs> so, oh, so this is before the game or is this halftime entertainment, this? I think it's halftime entertainment. Absolutely. Yeah. Great. No, I think Kane Yang has got this is that. A slight, this is a slight change in, like, it's a it's a slightly alternate dimension. Okay. Where people are like, hey, let's have a fun game of football for the family, and then blood sport in the middle, and then <laughs> back to football. What about, Aunt, I don't know who this is from, but I'm sorry, I apologize. Aunt May versus Alfred. That's right, yeah. That's Which Alfred? 
Comic Book Alfred? Comic Book Alfred. So that's Comic Book Aunt May then? Yes. Because Michael Caine would kill that old woman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what about all of Iron Man's suits from the movies against every movie and TV version of Batman? In a football field. In a f- <laughs> I, think, I think that goes to Adam West. Yeah. Because he'd have some sort of... He'd have a rust spray, wouldn't he? He would have a rust yeah. spray. And it'd work like 60s technology, so you'd spray it and everybody would get caught in the rust cloud. <laughs> sure. And they'd just be, again, just flailing around. <laughs> And then Dark Knight Returns, Batman would show up and just snap everybody. Yes, right. Yeah, absolutely. Systematically mm-hmm. work his way through. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man versus Andy Any other Gar- Spider-Man. <laughs> Any other Spider-Man. You don't want the specific Spider-Man? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Unless it's a mope-off or a dance-off. Even then. Yeah, no. He wouldn't yeah, win. Yeah, versus Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. No question. Garfield. Yeah. Mm. Wittier. Yep. Better hair. Yep. Looks younger. Yep. Not as mopey. This is from at Cool Cats Forever. Hello. If both you and Mason were giving su- given Superman's powers, who would win to fight? Uh, is this the same one or is this... No, this is a different guy, but this okay. is us again. But okay. we've got Superman's powers. <sighs> I want 1970s powers. Damn it. <laughs> well, if we both get 1970s powers... <laughs> It'd just be us reversing time. <laughs> for Over and over again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we just use the timer. Really I think simple. I think you have a better knowledge of Superman's powers, and I think you'd beat me on that. Okay, cool. That's what I think. Right. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Mm. I'd be reluctant to use the cellophane S, though, and you'd, you'd just <laughs> I'd, get it. I'd go straight for straight it. The cellophane S. I'd be like, <laughs> why? No wrong. This is from Francisco, who's the eight-year-old Batman. Oh yeah, yeah. This is an interesting one because they're both they're both poor winners, poor losers, and poor winners. I would uh-huh. say, Boba Fett and Predator, the Predator, the Predator. Yeah. Again, we've talked about how Boba Fett is essentially just a stormtrooper. He's just a stormtrooper with a different colorway, is what <laughs> yeah. he is, yeah. I did a video on it, uh-huh. I can't remember which one, but um, from this, from this yeah. kind of conversation. Based on his movie track record. Based, based on his movie track record, because the expanded universe, universe is done. That's man. right. Bloody done. We yeah. don't, he may be the most elite bounty hunter in the universe, in the expanded universe, yeah. in the comic books, in the now cancelled Star Wars 1313. Yes. But in the movies, he's a he's the bloody bloody Abbott or Costello of <laughs> IG-88's the other one. Yes, yeah, sure. But he's all just, he's all slapstick. <laughs> yeah, he's you're no right. He's no good. Yeah, he is. Look, yeah. he, he, he flies up in the jetpack. Yep. Predator hits him with one of those net guns. Yeah. And he goes down, and then the Predator pulls his spine out. It's <laughs> yeah. real. It'd be cool, though. Think, it? Yeah, it'd be very cool. Yeah. What about... Look, uh, the Predator's stronger. Yep. It's got that blade thing. He's more nimble. It's got that spinny blade thing. They've probably got equal gadgets. Plasma gun. Yeah, plasma gun. Flamethrower. He can see, like, every color spectrum yeah. or every radio My favorite part of Predator 2, and Predator 2 isn't great. But my favourite part of that is when the government guys are like, we've got the Predator. We know he sees an infrared, so yeah. we're going to freeze this whole place and he won't be able to see anything. Yeah. And then they do that and the Predator just leans in. He's like, can't see anything. He just switches over to a different enhanced vision. <laughs> yeah. He's like, now I'm fine again. Yeah. And see you all. That's pretty great. Mm. Yeah. yeah. This is from um, Ravi. Hang on, is there a way Boba Fett could win? Uh, he's got a flamethrower. Oh, yeah, sure. But I don't think that would stop the Predator. No. He's also got a rocket pack, but I've never seen him hit anybody with it. <laughs> <laughs> or fly in a straight line with it. Or fly anywhere other than directly into a giant so, monster's mouth. I, mean, I guess there isn't a giant monster in... There's no Sarlacc pit on the football field. So I guess... He would just hit the post. <laughs> I wouldn't break his own neck. That's true. And then maybe that rocket goes off and he dies. 
Oh, poor Boba Fett. I think even I if, wish you were better. Yeah, even if, uh, he's also got that grappling bre- bre- hook. No, he's yeah. It's like a, a little rope. He wraps up Luke Skywalker in it. Yeah. But like the predator has like a net that can cut through you. Yeah, like true. It's like a razor net or something. Yeah, yeah, he? yeah. Plus he's got like a. Hasn't he got that blade that he can throw? Yeah, the spinny blade. And he's got the, the control. He's got the giant... Big stick. Yeah, he's got the yeah. pike. Yeah. In Predators, the movie, they've got like scouting hawks. Yeah. You got all sorts Big of Big dogs. Big pred dogs. Yeah. Pred dogs. The pred dogs. But he can't bring his pred dogs. No, can't bring the pred dogs. That's true, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Predator. Yeah. Yeah. This if is... you'd, if, you know what, that's probably going to upset people. If you'd like to f- give us a scenario in which Boba Fett wins this, email in. Can't use expanded universe. Can't use expanded. You can't use any of the so-called skills he has in the expanded universe. He's like the bloody Mister Magoo of bounty hunters. That's the that's the metaphor I was thinking of before. He's Mister Magoo. He just bundles through. He's he's Maxwell Smart of bounty hunters. He he's in, he's the Inspector Gadget. There we go. I found it. He's the Inspector Gadget of bounty hunters. Because he just he's got a lot of gadgets that go off at random and he's muddled his way through to this point and then it gets to And je- nobody's noticed. And get, yeah, nobody's noticed and they're all like, You're the best and he's like, I am the best and then it gets to Return of the Jedi and the chips are down and he actually has to step up and it falls to pieces. What an asshole. Oh Jesus. That's great. Yeah. Email it if you disagree. I'll read it. I won't. Vivid Sounds writes, Donald Trump versus Mexico. Like, I guess the entire Mexican population. Is there enough room in a bloody... You stack them in, mate. Stack them high. Okay, right. (laughs) So I guess they just topple onto him? Yeah, he's dead. And I'm glad he's dead. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) Sam says, Christopher Reeves... Reeves, it's as Reeve. in plural. Oh, as in more... Reeves Superman, sorry. Okay, yeah. As in, that's his Superman. Uh-huh. As in the ownership no, of... No, I get it. Good. Yeah. Um, versus Michael Shannon's General Zod. I think Christopher Reeve Superman yeah. is stronger than Man of Steel Superman. Yeah, no, that's true. Because he doesn't... There's no rules of physics that apply to that yeah, Superman. Yeah, exactly. Like he could lift the earth yeah. and move it around if he wanted. You know what I watched the other day? I watched the Richard Donner cut of Superman 2. Yes. And the ending of that is that he reverses time again. Twice? Wow. <laughs> yeah. To what end? To undo, like, so Zod and that are back in the Phantom Zone. As opposed to just putting him in the Phantom Zone. <laughs> yeah, well, he kills him. Yeah. No, I don't like I don't like this. I don't like this weird time travel on doing it. It's not a bad cut. It's not a bad cut. Okay. But that, that ending, like, why, why not do that in every movie? Precisely. Yeah. Mm. Also, I've got a question. Can I bring this up now? Yeah. I'm putting together a Superman kill count video. Yes. Right? I've spoken to you about this. Uh-huh. And I've got the dilemma of I cannot work out how many people he would be responsible for killing in Man Oh, this is Steel. good for the listeners. Can, That's what I'm saying. We've yeah. got some geniuses out there. Now, Zack Snyder has said... Mathematical. Mathematical. Zack Snyder has Probably said, got some murderers out there as well, so they, <laughs> can, they can help out. Maybe the, maybe the mathematical geniuses and the murderers could team up on this. <laughs> yeah, go on the Reddit and team up. Bringing people together. I'm just going I'm on Reddit and be like, I'm, I'm a murderer requiring <laughs> mathematical geniuses or vice versa, and yeah, we'll, right. we'll find each other, all right? Now, spoilers, speaking of, yep. I wanted to know what you thought of the minigun, because I know you're a big minigun I aficionado. Minigun, you yeah. do, but you I also do. hate... A bad minigun. I hate a bad minigun, you're right. Oh, it's minigun talk. Here we go. So they mount it in new John Hammond's helicopter. <laughs> yes. They have it 
for no particular reason. It's not on the back of anything. It's not on the back of a truck or anything. <laughs> they just have one just in case they need a minigun someone, <laughs> I guess. But they, I guess maybe if you buy, like, all your... Like, if you buy all your guns from the one supplier, yeah. like if you buy half a million dollars worth of guns, maybe they're just like, oh, we'll just throw in a minigun Have a minigun. Have a minigun. Have fun with it. <laughs> so now they mount it in the helicopter. Um, somehow. Somehow. But then the guy who is operating it is not trained in its use, from what yeah, I can tell. Yeah, that Neither of the two, like, military guys no. were there. Uh, of, and the and new John Hammond is not good at flying a helicopter. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Not only that, that's not a military helicopter. Yeah. So I don't think you can put like a military grade minigun in a commercial helicopter. Right. And that's not going to just rattle the right. whole thing right. to the ground. Yeah. But you know what? Good minigun, I thought. <laughs> you, good. It blew up some foliage. Did it have real shells? I think it did. Yeah. Good. It looked. Yeah. And if no, it didn't, well done. Good CGI. If not. Because you hate the minigun in Expendables 3. Correct. Because yeah. of its weird CGI shells. Weird CGI shells. minigun. Yep, and it just blew up some foliage Predator style, yep. which is always good. What's the best minigun in a movie? Uh, we should do an episode on miniguns. The Winter movies. Soldier one's pretty good, but it's not a classic minigun. It's like a little stubby one. Yeah, yeah. Like they've clearly built it for the movie. It's yeah. like a shield, you know, villain, you know, Hydra one or sure. whatever. Yeah. Terminator 2 probably. Although he doesn't kill, he doesn't kill a lot of people, but he destroys, in fact, he kills 0.0 Correct. people. <laughs> but... Uh, he does like you see it do a lot of damage. Yeah, like a lot of in a, in a lot of movies with miniguns. Yeah, they don't do a lot. Okay, like they just sprayed wildly yep, kind yep. of thing. Like he, Predator. Yeah, exactly. Which but is he, a good minigun. Good minigun. Yeah, that's the same minigun from Terminator Two. Is it really? I don't know if it's literally the same one, but probably. <laughs> okay. Same model. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Right. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. Look. Look. Real nice. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Awesome. So the best minigun is Terminator Two minigun. I think so. Yeah. Mm. Guys, email in. Actually, don't email in. Tweet, tweet me at Wikipedia Brown. Best minigun. Best minigun, if you could. Is the gun in Samuel L. Jackson's shield car a minigun or a machine gun? It's a machine gun. Interesting. Yeah. So don't tweet that one. Don't tweet that one. Don't I already know idiot. it's already been dismissed. <laughs> yeah. That is that is also a gun that he has for no reason unless he wants to shoot people who are in his car <laughs> or his windows have already been blown out. Correct. I'm sure he could roll them down if he has to. I guess so. But also, you can't shoot to your right with that. Yeah. Just saying. Mm. That's why it's not a good minigun. Mm. For that reason alone. Yeah, yeah. And because it's literally not a minigun. Well, he could because they're on the other side in America. No, if he's here... Doesn't matter. Let's move on. He has to turn it like this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, good point. It'd be difficult. It would be difficult, yeah. Let's... I got an email from um, Connor. <laughs> yep. He's pointed out a couple. He, he talked about the Predator 1, which we talked about. Yep. Mm-hmm. But he also says Robocop 2. Robo Robocop yeah, Robo 2 has a minigun, yep. Yep, mount, mounted to his battering ram arm. And District 9, an MNU soldier briefly fires a minigun at Wickus when he's in the exosuit. Don't remember it. Any of those uh, ring a bell? Ring a ding ding. Ring a ding, precisely, yes. <laughs> Any others? Uh, so, um, the Matrix, there's one mounted on a helicopter. Uh, oh, that's a good one. It's pretty good. The scene is pretty good, but uh, he shoots a whole bunch of agents. They all come back up. They're all alive again. So, ah, so yeah. yeah. But it tears apart that room. Yeah, that's true. That's, pretty, that's pretty fun. That's it's most you can hope for. It's very rare to see somebody shot with a minigun in a movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they just disintegrate. Yeah, Which pieces. is what I want to see. What about... A lot of people said Rambo 2008. I was going to say, Great that's scene, not a minigun. Not a minigun. It's, yeah. uh, it's a Browning M2. Yeah. No, you're bloody no, you're guns, bloody. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. Is a, yeah, that is a good scene. Mm. I think someone also pointed out Rhodey in Iron Man 2. With his, that's uh, CGI, though. Okay, fair I don't enough. don't like it. So those, those are the rules. It looks pretty, yeah, yeah. 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 It looks pretty solid, but it's not, yeah. So that's Mason's Minigun Minutes. Minigun's Minigun Minutes. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've actually thought I'd include a new section in um this this week if if you'd permit it. Okay. I've given it a name. Oh yes. It's called hate mail, but there's an eight in the hate. In the word. Because there's eight of them. There's eight hate is that Is that the entire name of the, the segment? Correct. Hate mail, but there's an eight in the hate? Yes. Great. Okay, I'm on board now. Also, just spoiler alert, there's more than eight. Oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> Edgar, who fucking cares what you think about the movie? I'm going to the theatre to have fun. It's cats. Oh, it's cats? <laughs> right. Yep. Good. Vaza, this guy's a fucking dick. Yep. <laughs> Christopher. Mr. Sunday Movies, you're a shitty little thing. I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you'd like this segment. (laughs) It's really good. I have fun. Have you ever thought that maybe this is just your own opinion and not everybody else's? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think that. What's also interesting is that in a lot of your videos, you do say, by the way, this is only my own opinion. Like, you make that very clear. I like all the bat suits, but the one you pissed me off about is the 1989 Batman movie suit. It was their first try at making a bat suit, so have respect. And then next comment underneath, but then again, you're British. (laughs) (laughs) Also, it's the wrong you're. Right. No, fantastic. It's... Combine all the greatest things there. This is the one that's that's directed to you because you said you don't like the Christopher Reeve, sorry Reeves, um, super bad movies. But uh-huh. Grant Little says, "Don't slag off, don't slag off Reeve films. Superman Two with Zod was a classic, and in Man of Steel, Russell Crowe was a kick-ass, sorry, a kick-ass scientist before he got stabbed." That is that is definitely relayed some of the plot of Man of Steel, and I enjoy it. Very good. This is on my six things you missed from Batman v Superman trailer. I hate Neil deGrasse, atheist asshole. And then another comment underneath. This is clearly after they've watched the video. Hang on, what was the video? Which one was it? Uh, Batman v Superman. Why? Or Dawn of Justice. He's, he's in it. Neil deGrasse Tyson is in yeah, it. Yeah, okay. he does like a, he's one of the voiceovers at the start. Oh, okay, yeah. right. So he hates him because oh, he's sure. an atheist asshole. Then yep. he says, he's clearly watched the video because then he says, actually, I hate the tool that made this dumb video. <laughs> Spewing the obvious details with a super annoying narrative. Dot, dot, dot. KY. Kill yourself. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. I, couldn't, I didn't know what that was. Definitely kill yourself. I don't know that for sure, but I would assume <laughs> that would be my assumption that it's, he's telling you to kill yourself. This is uh, my Star Wars Force Awakens Things You Missed teaser trailer 2. Uh-huh. Boring Australians. Boring dot, 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 Australians. Yes. <laughs> so, you're not even in that. There's only one of us. He just means generally. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he, he wouldn't enjoy Mad Max Fury Road. Okay. No, he wouldn't. He's in, the, he's in that 1%. He's one of those fat cats in the 1%, mate. <laughs> so these are on two different videos, but they have a similar kind of theme. So I'll, I'll, okay. I'll end with this. Fantastic. There's more than eight. Normally, hate mail <laughs> traditionally is supposed to have eight, though mm. it's never had eight. No, let's break the rules <laughs> this one time and every time. Yeah. So this is on my five ways Batman could beat Superman video. This is from uh, Nazmuf, Nazmus. Dude, please include subtitles from now on. I'm having a hard time understanding you, which is fair, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to do that. No, absolutely. Why would you? <laughs> and this is on my Interstellar. Also, I think YouTube does it automatically now. I think it does, yeah. Though it doesn't read my voice well, like, oh, at Of course all. not. <laughs> You've got a bad sounding voice. I do. This is, but, and this one is on my Interstellar Explained video. This is from Kaiser Soze. Please put subtitles in American. I can't understand what you are saying. And be quick about it, or I will give you thumbs down. Ooh, watch out. <laughs> And that's another episode of Hate Mail, but with an eight. I can't go back. Like, do I re-upload it? What does he want me to do? I don't know. It's pretty good. He's just on the internet and everybody on the internet's unhappy. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. 
Be so, better on the internet. Be better on the internet. Well, so hate mail, with, but the hate has an eight in it. Mm-hmm. We'll return. Oh, yes. I'll bank them. Oh, good. And then uh, we'll see. We'll see yeah. how we go. Yeah. No fake hate mails. We can tell. We can tell. That's mm. right. Have genuine hate or don't bother. <laughs> exactly. Go hard or go home, all right? <laughs> all right. You know what it's time for, then? What's it time for? What are we reading? Oh, what are we going to read? Well, as you... Ba, 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 ba. I'm doing the thing. What are we reading today? That was pretty good. I that was d- off the I cuff. Doubted. Can yeah, you believe I, that? I can believe it was off the cuff, certainly. <laughs> well, I've covered my what what you read and what you're going to read. So, you sure have. Well, look, so you go nuts. Uh, the fan. Fan. I'm not going to use the word fan. Fans of the show. Listeners you sound of like the show. sound like dickheads. Yeah. Say fans of the show. Yeah. People who are kind enough to listen to us. Yeah. People we've tricked into listening <laughs> yes. somehow. Yes. Um, so what I, what I wanted to... Uh, my brother reminded me of this last week mm-hmm. and I, I, I lost my mind. It's, it's something from the 90s which I owned, which mm-hmm. I think everybody should check out. Okay. It's called... It's a, it's a video board game in the vein of Nightmare. Do you remember Nightmare? I remember Nightmare, sure. But it's called Rap Rat. And you're <laughs> saying listeners should track that down somehow. Yes. They should, yeah. they should both track down the board game... And acquire a VCR. <laughs> yes. And play the Rap Rat video board game. Basically, the Rap Rat... What is this? <laughs> what is this treasure hunt you've... Oh, you've bound people to... We can bring up anything. Yeah, it's a good point. It's actually. what we read and what we're going to read. And it covers everything. I established that in whatever episode we started this in. Right, okay. Right? All right, you got me. You've trapped me in a web of logic. <laughs> so basically, it's a big wheel of cheese. A, bit, a big... Che- the, the screen's filled with cheese. And as the timer goes... More cheese gets chomped away as you're trying to collect cheese and race around the board. And every now and then, Rap Rat will pop out. Of the... Rap Rat will pop out of the center of the cheese, and he's like a little little puppet, a yes. little rubber rat puppet, and he raps and gives you instructions. Are they educational raps? No, they're fun raps. Mason, I've got a clip here that you can watch, and I'm also going to put it up for the listeners. Okay, great. It's ready to go. Get your headphones on. Oh Jesus, this is it's the worst thing you've ever done. And that's saying something. Yeah, I've right. brought a lot of right, I'm ready. junk to this I'm show. Ready. I'm re- oh. <laughs> he looks really annoyed, oh, by the way, everybody. My headphones have unplugged again. Alright, here we go. Here we go. A minute and a half. The TV! The TV is on! This is the all-new video board game for children who just want to have fun. The tape is playing, so let's get ready. I'm not liking it so far. It's, <laughs> what are you talking about? It's, it's filled with 90s sass. I don't like it. Oop, rules. Okay, great. Rap Rat may pop up at any point in the game to the sound of a... When he appears and you hear the... You must stop playing at once and listen to him. If he asks you to do something, you must do it. Because he's Rap Rat and he's the boss. Oh, you've got you to obey the rules of Rap Rat because he's the boss. Okay, <laughs> I get right. it. Yeah. Oh, he's rapping. Okay, good. I'm a rat- Rap rat. I'm, 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 I'm a history in the making and all yours for the taking. I'm the talk of the town, the cold side of cool. I'm a legend in a lunchtime. I'm a oncer in a lifetime. Got an A in attitude and lots of ratitude. Oh, I get it. He's got ratitude. Okay. He's got ratitude. I get it. Okay. Do I have to keep watching this? this no. Is... Okay. Thank God. Okay. It's off. <laughs> all right. Well, you know what? You've proven me wrong. You really can recommend anything on this dumb segment. You're against Rap Rat. No. The video board game. Do whatever you like. Live your life, man. 
Not really good. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yeah, man. Well, do you know what it's time for then? What is it time for? It's time for a different segment. Oh, yes. Where we talk about the letters that we have. Oh, the letters segment. Yes, or tweets. Yeah. It's hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. You know, it just struck me we don't really get letters, we get emails. <laughs> oh, my God. You're going to have to go back and re edit. <laughs> so, so every episode says emails <laughs> instead of letters. We've really messed this one up, guys. <laughs> yeah. Got a theme for this week? No. <laughs> but. <laughs> The classic one was Letters, oh letters, we love you Some letters, they're only a day away I know they're here right now, we're going to do letters Alright, shout out! Shout out! Uh, Chris Finn from Boston Remember he was having the worst winter ever Yes Now he's coming into spring, but apparently there's still snow, which is bullshit We're actually going into winter and I hate this time of year I love it Ugh he said, this is a question for you, Mason, yes. specifically for you. Would you rather fight a duck that's the size of a horse or a hundred horses that the are the size, size of ducks? ducks? This is very much, um, I've, got a, I've got an alternate one that yeah. I'm going to throw back at him later. Okay, so duck the size of a horse <laughs> yeah. or a hundred horses? hundred horses the size of a duck. Uh, I'm going to say the, the horse-sized duck. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, this is a true story. I've been attacked by ducks on three separate occasions. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, that duck would kill you. That horse-sized duck. Yeah, but what a fight. You know what I mean? It would go down in the ages. You know? Like, because... Like, tiny little horses... Yeah. Like, even if there's a hundred of them and I was swarmed and killed or whatever... Yeah. Like, people would be like, oh, they're probably just little horses. Like, they're probably like foals or whatever and they're like runts or something. Like, and they were, you know, they were gonna... You know, the the, 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 the mother horse got, you know... Agent Orange or whatever, and then yeah, yeah. little little runt horses, and that wouldn't be weird. But a giant duck, how did that happen? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think you're wrong. I think you'd die immediately. Wow! And you wouldn't actually. You know what he said in the email to just disagree with whatever you said. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I think yeah. you're right because you know why? I'm on board because I want to see this. Yeah, yeah. I want to see you fight this giant duck. Exactly. So yeah, I'd have a net and a spear and a machine gun. <laughs> No rules, man. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or a rocket launcher. Yes. Imagine if you shot a giant duck with a rocket launcher. Just imagine it. Oh yeah, man, I love yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Does it have the temperament of a horse or a temp- the temperament of a duck? A duck. Yeah, it would. It's, it's it? a duck. It's a duck for all yeah. intents and purposes. It's a duck, but it's got the the swagger and self confidence of a giant duck. So you know, what was this gentleman's name again? Chris Finn. Listen, Chris Finn. <laughs> I'll give you a question. Would you rather, mate, listen, mate, would you rather fight a hundred bee-sized bears or a bear-sized bee? How do you like that? Get please, back to us. Please do, Chris. Weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. Yeah. Is that it? Okay, good. That's the one. Because he said his friend always gives him these ridiculous scenarios right. and he hates them. Uh-huh. So he put one onto you. But now yeah. you've put it back on him. Yeah. Well, that's your that's your uh, Twitter avatar. Which is a joke only you get. Right. Until now. Whoa. So, basically. Revelations. This is, this is the ultimatum. Please hit me back on Twitter for an answer on this. I would like people's opinion as well. Yeah, so hit me in And why. Don't just tell us. Yeah. Tell us why. Yeah. Go, basically, the ultimatum is... These are your two scenarios. You choose between the two, these two things. Would you rather? Would you rather be Harrison Ford as he is now, stuck in the Star Wars universe? Bearing in mind, Harrison Ford hates Star Wars <laughs> and he hates talking about Star Wars. So he's stuck in this universe. People would occasionally mistake him for Han Solo 
and he doesn't understand anything because yep. he's a he's an angry old man. They're like, let's go get the grizzled orcs connected to the flagamagoos or whatever. That's all he hears. Right. And he said he just wants to drink himself to death in a bar, but yeah. people keep bothering him and asking him, you know, about stories about Han Solo. But at the same time, <laughs> it, he is in an amazing universe where anything can happen. Yes. And maybe he, you know... He embraces it. Embraces it, yeah. Or maybe, so can, yeah. Or maybe he's killed in a bar fight. Well, one of those, yeah. yeah. But it's your call because you are... Your head yeah. solo. I mean, you're Harrison Ford, so you can take that wherever you want. Bearing in mind, this isn't your personality. In, it's, Har- it's Harrison It's Ford. Harrison Ford's personality. Yep. So you are essentially Harrison Ford. Mm. That's option number one. Option number two... You are Han Solo, right? You are Han Solo in our universe. Yep. You have the ship. You have the blaster. You have the blaster. You don't have Chewie, let's okay. say. Yep. But you are a goat. Yes. <laughs> so you are goat Han Solo <laughs> stuck in our universe. Right. So you've got the personality. You can the, fly all about the universe. Yep, the swagger. You got the swagger. You got it all. You got the charm. You got the ladies. <laughs> but you're a goat. <laughs> you got a little goat vest on. <laughs> You can operate your blaster with your little goat hands. <laughs> yeah, but I think we made it so you can use the blaster. It's mm. not explained how, yeah. but this, you just can. Yeah. So yeah, what do you choose? Yeah, it's a really good, it's a really good question, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, Daxon, you know Daxon, he had the Spider-Man cosplay. Yeah, absolutely. He tweeted me a while back. I don't know, that's not how you say it, but he tweeted me, right? That's uh-huh. how I'm gonna say it. He said, "Can I be the official?" He Spider-Man? tweeted you. He tweeted me. He said, uh-huh. "Can I be the official Spider-Man of uh, of the podcast?" Yes. Yes. Done. Yeah. So yes. I didn't reply at the time. It was one of those things where it gets so banked up and I'm like, I'm never going to find that tweet again. Right, right. But yes, you are Daxon. Mm. You're the official Spider-Man. Yeah. Even above the actual Spider-Man. Yep. Above Andrew Garfield. Above Tobey Maguire, certainly. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to see a proper adaptation of the first Knights of the Republic game. Yep. The story is solid and the characters are complex. It's the perfect material. I played that game for hours until I did literally every side mission, which if you're unfamiliar with the game, it's got more side missions than you can shake a lightsaber at. And I can shake it a lot. Just fucking shake it. Stop shaking the lightsaber! <laughs> It'd also be cool to see... <laughs> if you could add a sound effect in there so it makes it sound like you're shaking a lightsaber. Okay, good. Okay, cool. Uh, but it'd also be cool to see a Rogue Squadron movie with a team of X-Wing fighters doing missions and maybe led by young Luke. Also, a movie where Boba Fett slaughters Gungans. Sure. Okay, yeah, cool. Nice. Just- they do. This is a letter from Jack C. Hey, guys, love the show. I miss Mason singing the song every week, especially the Smallville one. Therefore, I challenge Mason to sing a Bond theme every week until Secretary. <laughs> That's the actual Spectre. Oh, yeah, it is Secretary. <laughs> Absolutely, it's Secretary. Um, yeah. Uh, thanks, Jack. Wow. What do you think? All right, give me a Bond theme. I'll do it. Madonna died another day. <laughs> I can't remember that one, guys. Give me another one. Do um, the Paul McCartney one. Oh. No, no, no. No, no, no. Yeah, that one. Great song. Um, yeah. Live and live. Hey, how does that go again? How's it start? I don't know, but I know. When we were young, <laughs> and your heart was an open book. Guns and Roses did it as well. Not as you good. You used to say, live and let live. And now you did, you know you did, you know you did. That's how it goes. And in this ever changing world in which we're living. See? People are confused. Yeah. Makes you give in and cry. Bow, 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 bow. So live, live and let die. Bow. Oh, okay, yeah. Right. <laughs> New segment. <laughs> I'm forced to sing a James Bond. Song. I think we so, should do that one every week. Right, okay. All right. Um, it's from Malie, who's written in before with all sorts of scoops. Oh, yeah. Old Scoopy Malie. <laughs> Old Scoops Malie. <laughs> 
<laughs> Did you guys see and what do you think of the Crossbones costume? Did you see that? I saw it very briefly. It looks pretty good. I liked yeah. it a lot. Solid, yeah. yeah. And it makes sense he's wearing a mask. It does. Because Crossbones sense. does. And yes. also he got his face burned off. Yeah. Yeah, it looks pretty solid. I, I'm all for it. Mm. Are you against it? And it looks kind of, you know, it looks shieldy as well. Do you hear that banging? Yeah. What the hell is that? Stop it, whoever you are! They just keep going. They just keep going. It's getting tense. Should I probably go check that out? Yeah, maybe. All right, I'll be back. Okay. Talk to the listeners. I won't. I'm going to be in total silence. I'm going to take a weapon. Yeah, good, Do you good thing. take one of your shoes? Yeah, no, take one of my shoes, sure. Take the vacuum. They stopped. Oh, wait, now they're continuing. You know what it is? What is it? <laughs> There's some fucking hipster. <laughs> He's dressed. Oh, here we go. He's dressed in like little shorts and flannel and he's got a beard and Ray-Bans and a backwards hat. And yes. he's got a... <laughs> he's got a bloody lacrosse stick, stick and he's throwing a ball up against the side of my... where, where we live. Well, not us. You told him to stop? What are you going to do? <laughs> no, gonna, let's let it go, man. All right. so Insanity. <laughs> man. Anyway... Press on. Wait, does he live around here? I've never seen him before. Huh. <laughs> anyway, if you know who that guy is. Is that coming through on the headphones? Probably is. Yeah. Uh, anyway, people wanted to know also what happened with Lacrosse Hipster last week. Oh, that's right. You know a lot of tweets because about last that? week mm. we were interrupted by a sort of uh, Edgar Allan Poe-esque <laughs> sinister knock on yeah. the wall, like a continuous knock. Who said that, so did that tweet that said that's some telltale heart it shit? It is very that's telltale. very clever yes. tweet. Yeah. Um, and uh, you went outside and you discovered it was a hipster. What was he doing? <laughs> Playing, throwing a lacrosse, using a lacrosse stick and just throwing a ball up against the side of my building. Right. Yeah. And I didn't say anything. Yeah. And after the show, you were like, you should probably say something. And I was like, fuck it. No, I won't. Mm-hmm. But then it got to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to say something. Because uh-huh. so otherwise I, he'd be back forever. Exactly. He'd, he'd be back bring forever. All his bring all his bloody lacrosse friends. Yeah. And look, then they'd be like, you know what? We've always wanted to find a place not to play lacrosse, but to just whack lacrosse brawls on a wall. I found the place. I found it. So I went out. And I, he's one guy. Because if he comes back with a team, I'm not. Exactly. What am I going to do? Yeah, yeah, Get exactly. beat up? Nip it in the bud. Exactly. So I said, hey, man. So I just reverberated through the building. And he was very cool about it. He's like, oh, yeah. sorry, man. I thought it was a double brick or whatever. And I'm like, oh, good. Yeah. He was very polite. That's but true. also, what a dickhead. Yeah. Well, actually... Um, you did that and you came back inside and when I left, I killed him. Oh, okay. And I stuffed him in your bin. There was <laughs> bloody quinoa and limited edition vinyl records everywhere. I killed him. So, so there you go. Worked out for the best. Lastly, could you guys give me a shout out in your American accent? Oh, this is gonna Because no one has asked that yet. That's rough. New York style. You got to do it New York style. Forget about it. Get me one of them yellow cabs. There's a gorilla climbing the Empire State Building. That was really good. I'm very proud of you. Can you actually do an American accent? No. Me neither. You don't want to do it? No. You know what? I can do it if I hear it and then I can sort of replicate it, but I can't just do it off the cuff. Uh-huh. I guess the New York one will have to do. <laughs> it's a very solid New York accent. Though, it so sure is. You should be happy the, about the, it. So- the Yankees are my favourite baseball team. Squad. They say squad. Squad team. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> Forget about it. How's that? Just...
That great, smooth, <laughs> smooth transition. Excellent. Original Our, setting. Original setting, old stomping grounds, specifically your mum and dad's house. Correct. For some reason. Well, there's there's a book club going on at my house. So, I see. And right. because we know books are for nerds. We're not going to sit around. and We're not going to sit around or stand for that. No, quite we're do neither of those things. <laughs> yeah. Now, last week, uh, in sort of uh, the... The, the wind-up of last week's show. Sure. We're talking about catchphrases. Yes. And all, I've got two sweet catchphrases, right? Wait, which catchphrases are your catchphrases? Well, actually, well, I, well I got grabbed that gem. That's I invented one. that. Did you? Yeah, if you go back to the Guardians of the Galaxy episode, I said grab that Oh, fair that enough. Gem. All right, well, it's on my, it's on my T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, anyway, the point is, you don't have a catchphrase, so uh, I thought I would maybe try test run some catchphrases right, for cool. you this week as I think of them. Just as we go? Yeah, just as we go. Because well, basically, because I've only thought of one now. <laughs> okay, thought good. Of one right now. Uh, he, okay, here's your catchphrase. Think about it. Here's your your like your little avatar on a t shirt. Yep. And then the catchphrase is like, "Hey, who ate all my paschetti?" <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. Am I right? holding an empty bowl of spaghetti? Paschetti. <laughs> paschetti. Like you say. Yes. Yeah, like I say. Yeah, I think okay, so. Okay, cool. Yeah. How about it, that? Can I have a bib? Uh, yeah, like and a baby's bib. Yeah, and you're sad looking. Okay, does good. that work? Or do you want perfect? Look, uh, look. We'll say that's, that's obviously the, probably going to be the best. Probably going to be the best one. We'll yeah. see how we yeah. go. Your first instinct is always the best. Absolutely, it is. Who mm-hmm. ate all the biscotti? Brilliant. It's the end of the show, yes. so I'm going to say my catchphrase. Okay. Grab that gem, everyone, <laughs> and you can say whichever catchphrase you choose, but it can't be that one. Where's the gorilla? Was that one? No. That was one? No. Because the gorilla was in the flash. Oh, yeah, okay, yep. Okay. What was another one? I think we should go with the first one. Hey, where's my who, who ate, who ate my paschetti? <laughs> I don't like that one. <laughs> That's the point. That is very much the point. Bye, everybody. Okay, bye. Where's my spaghetti? <laughs> Fuck you. All right, guys, have your spaghettis. All right, thanks, everyone. Grab that gem. Grab oh, that gem. Just do t shirts. Uh, is it the Never Go Back t-shirts? No, there is that, but there's I can quickly show you. Is it um, who, who Ate My Paschetti t-shirts? It is, yeah. Look up Weekly Planet. Somebody buy a Who, who Ate My Paschetti t-shirt, there's which a- is James's catchphrase. Grab that gem. Grab that gem, you say guys. That? Am I allowed to say it say your, say your I don't like my catchphrase. It's not, it's not the people have spoken. There's a t-shirt now. You have to say it. Where's my paschetti? I do. I hate it. I don't like it. <laughs> it really upsets me. <laughs> That's the show for this week. I'll say my catchphrase. Uh, Grab that gem, everyone. And now my... you, you say whatever catchphrase comes to mind. Who ate all my biscotti? Yeah! <laughs> Bye, everyone. I thought you forgot. Nah. <laughs> Never. Eat your spaghettis. My vision just blurred. Ooh. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Oh, someone recommended the catchphrase for me, snap that neck. But am I stuck with the spaghetti one? You are. So I'm going to say, <laughs> grab that gem, you guys. You know you can do it. Where's my biscotti? Yay! <laughs> All right, guys, have spaghetti. Where's grab my... that gem, everybody. Where's my spaghetti? Yeah! <laughs> I've decided. Yes. I'm not doing my bloody catchphrase anymore. Oh, I'm putting catch... my foot down. All right. That's your catchphrase now. I'm putting my foot down. Oh, I'm yeah. a big sook. Well, I'm going to close out with my classic catchphrase, grab that gem. And then you can close with your cat- classic catchphrase, I'm not going to say, where's my paschetti? <laughs> Could you say that? So grab that gem, you guys. Um, can I just go, can I have total silence? No, awkward... no, you have to say. I'm not going to say my classic catchphrase, grab my bloody spaghettis, mate. Okay. Great, we <laughs> so... did it. All right. We did it. Now, uh, as always, grab that gem, guys. Yes. And James, what do you say? I don't say Your anything. famous catchphrase, I'm not going to say, <laughs> who ate all my paschetti?
I'm saying nothing. Okay. We're going to end the show. Great. I'm going to lie down. Okay, good. You've earned it. <laughs> I have. Because you're so and you're hungry. You need to lie down because you're hungry. I'm so hungry. Because someone ate your pischetti. <laughs> That's right. Who ate your pischetti? No, we'll never know. We'll never know. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Grab a dad to jam, everyone. That's right. No catchphrase. This chair creaks. There we go. New catchphrase. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Grab that jam, everybody. No catchphrase. Nice. Fine, I'll say it. <laughs> Who ate all my biscuits? Yay! That's the last time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, everybody. The show. Grab that jam, everybody. Please do. Say a catchphrase. Uh, Just pick one. Say anything. That's my old laptop. I've got to get rid of that. <laughs> this one. Great. I can't wait for the T-shirt design for it's that one. It's got a Blu-ray player. Huh. It was one of the first. I have three laptops. Jesus. It's too many. <laughs> one's for torrenting. One's this one that does nothing. And one's my real one. That all has to be on the T-shirt, by the way, <laughs> just, so we're, just so we're clear. Just. I like how I looked around the room for a catchphrase and then just I just James's realized day that day computer. Yeah, great. Good. <laughs> Next week, something else. Yeah. All right. Grab that jam, everybody. Grab that jam. What's your... What's your catchphrase this week? Uh, Something about a chair? That's just nonsense. No, that's just nonsense syllables. Fine. I don't have one. I don't want one. Can I just say grab that gem? None of this matters. Hashtag. And and that's true. That's true. Nah, see, you didn't say it with a resignation that... We'll try it. We'll try a different one next week. None of this matters? No. No, go with your standard one. Where's the spaghetti? Yay! (laughs) Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Grab that gem, everybody. Hey, I'm saying my catchphrase. That's my catchphrase that I do. You've already got a catchphrase. No, so this I get, is my when catchphrase. I guest on other shows, I don't think so. when I guest on other shows, <laughs> that's what I say. You need another catchphrase. This is not. You're not guesting. You're a member of this show. No. So this is my how, catchphrase. How dare you? You need another catchphrase. <laughs> Disagree. Wow, brutal. <laughs> Bye guys. Bye. All right, grab that gem, you guys. <laughs> Daniel Craig looks like a potato. Yeah. All right. That's going to come back and bite us in the ass. Definitely. Yeah. And by that, you mean Daniel Craig's going to beat me to death? Yeah. He's got Hollywood muscles. I reckon I could take him. Yeah, true. He'd kill me. <laughs> all right. That's a great catchphrase, that whole oh, thing. Oh, the dog woke up. Hello. You're all right. You're a good dog. I like your spirit. Okay. See you guys. We like your spirit, guys. <laughs> See you next time. I, me- I meant the dog. We don't like your spirit, guys. <laughs> Just dog spirit. All right. All right. Thanks, everybody. Grab at that gem, you guys. Bye. You don't have to. I'm saying it. You don't have to grab it. You can do what you want. You're free. Run into the woods. I didn't even think about that. Oh, this has put me in a real ethical dilemma. I've been telling people what to do for like a year. Take your shirt off, run into the woods. If you want. If you want to. Yeah. That's it. We did it. Uh, Yeah. We did it. Grab that gem, everybody. See you next week. Please have... uh, Yes. We finally found it. (laughs) We found your catchphrase. (laughs) Please have (sighs) All right, awesome. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. Grab that jam, everybody. Goodbye. That was very formal. Bye! (laughs) Hey, check this out. Is that a Viewmaster? No, I've got... It's a retro arcade game I got as a gift. It's unpleasant already. (laughs) Wait for it. Start, please. This is some great bonus content. This game is I amazing. can't see it, but I'm assuming that it's it's like your character's just in an office and you're walking back and forth from a photocopier. <laughs> it could be. Mm. The graphics are very abstract. Yeah. I want to beat the level so I get the victory music. Yeah. Give me the victory music! Great content. 
for the podcast. Should I leave this in? Yeah, definitely leave it in. There's only there's How one, long does it take to win, for God's sake? There's one button. Yes. And there's a back and there's a right and left trigger. It's called Astro Wars, by the way. I got this a few years ago and I only just found it again. It's not good. I don't Did know why. Did you find I'm... it in the garbage? <laughs> the bad guys keep coming. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, I'm nearly there. I got one more. You idiot. Oh, new level. No! You, <laughs> you're done. I want to leave. Unlock the door and let me out. <laughs> okay, bye everyone. Bye. It says Astro Wars Electronic. Nobody cares about your Astro Wars. <laughs> electronic game. All right, give me a go. <laughs> Outro theme. Brands leaving the room together. What a show, what a memory. Man, so many classic memories that we shared just there. Do, do you agree, Mason? I'm just so relaxed <laughs> yes. from those memories and being on holiday. You know what the good news is as well? Oh, we, could, we should shout out bloody Raw Collins for putting all that together. Absolutely, yeah. What a bloody legend. And everybody on Reddit. Yes. The Weekly Planet Reddit who decided that they were our favourite moments of... I was going to say this year, but it's been like it's the last two years. Two years? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's been pretty good. So, sorry for the video. Shout out to everybody who's listened. Shout out to that there's enough people to, that have favourite moments. Yes, that's right. You know what I mean? <laughs> because it could very well have been, you know, hey, everybody, what's your favourite moments? And one guy's like, I like this bit. And that's it. <laughs> that doesn't, doesn't make a very good compilation, no, it doesn't, does no. it? <laughs> That's it. Also, we apologise for the varying audio quality. That's obviously it's on our end. Sure. It's an evolution. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah. It absolutely is. But look, um, someone else, uh, Derpston, sorry, Derpston P. Derp has also put up on Reddit. Not his real name. Not his, well, we don't know that. Or she. Or she. Mm-hmm. Um, a, 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 a compilation as well. I haven't listened all the way through, but I'm sure there's some also some classic Weekly Planet moments. Maybe it's the same thing. Maybe we said something stupid. <laughs> Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Maybe Every we said time. something that's factually incorrect, and at the time when you listened to it originally, you got mad at it. You can get doubly mad that it's in this one now as well. Double it up. I'll link that in the description if you go to the Reddit. It's, it's, yeah, it's there as well. Yeah, that, that's, that's the show for this week, isn't it? Of sorts. Of sorts. We'll be back though, won't we? We'll be back next week because it's a new year. Yeah. We talk New Year stuff. We can talk about what we're excited about in the new year. All the movies that we're excited for. Or we can talk about all the the comic book movie stuff, movie news stuff that happened this week. Yes. That, that we missed. That, that people have already talked about ad nauseum, I'm sure, on the internet. And we That's can right. Talk, we can talk about <laughs> them again, you know? We can talk about some now. Did you see Doctor Strange? Nah. Looked pretty good. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, you've been on this sweet holiday. I yeah. forgot. Yeah. Crabs snapping, waves crashing. Yeah. All those things. Unless Doctor Strange is a bloody palm tree, <laughs> I wouldn't have seen it because I'm on holiday. That's a good point. More like the Waikiki planet. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Next week. Yep. Thank you, for everybody, for listening, though. Seriously. We appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Grab that gem, you guys. This is, this is a once-off. Who ate all my biscotti? Yeah! <laughs> special occasion holiday magic (laughs) planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.